another week another talking dirty whoa hold up whoa pause whoa you probably just blew out the speakers of everyone's car oh yeah that's right audio is fixed we have real audio now man <laughs> oh, God. somebody veered into like the wrong side of the lane because of that they were like freaked out they, they thought it was like a train coming. <laughs> like, <"Ugh." laughs> all right this week we have for you once again ryan's what nba is- preview for the 2022-2023 NBA season. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to give a bunch of information, break down the whole season, Eastern and Western Conference. Uh, over in the NFL, we take over the Week 5 recap, break down the injuries from the week, the headlines, our segments, and then the Week 6 pick-ems. Pick-ems, pick-ems. Then we take it over to Pop Culture. We break down the uh, Werewolf by Night review. Also, the shows that we always watch, House of Dragon and or She-Hulk. And wrapping it all up with jams of the week. Week, week, week. With that, Ryan, take it away. All right, my phone is my pocket. Yeah, you so got the just number. Just to prove that this is off the top of my dome, everybody call Kent's Brothers Painting, 412-784-1577. Uh, they do great work. They're out of Shaler, the good old Shaler. Uh, yeah, so if you need your house painted, any rooms painted, anything like that, give Kent's Brothers Painting a call, 412-784-1577. Um, and with that being said, let's get into it. Yeah. Before we get into it, guy. Yeah. How are you doing? Uh doing good. Um my buddy got married this past weekend and I DJ'd his wedding. It kind of went successfully. Kind um, of? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like they had a whole script, all right, of like essentially like all I had to do and read, and they had this whole plan for like an anniversary dance. You know, where you bring like all the couples on the dance floor. Yeah, and, like, who's I love been that. married one year, five I love years. That. So yeah. they were gonna do that, but they were gonna do it in the middle of the reception, like when everybody's dancing and getting hammered. Um wow. Stupid. So everybody's like dancing, getting hammered, and I was playing bop after bop after bop. And uh, the, the bride came up to me and was like, Yeah, I think we're going to just skip the uh, anniversary thing. And I was like, That's fine by me. So I just kept rolling. <laughs> so you just took it out. <laughs> yeah, I just, just kept rolling. No oldies tonight. No, it, it was a good time, though. I got pretty tuned up. And, uh, you know, Rupert from Survivor was there. No. I swear to God. Dude, I love Rupert. So he's the Wait, really? uncle of How? the bride. Yeah. What? Yeah, I gotta show you a picture actually. Did you get a picture with him? I didn't get a picture with him, but my uh Zane's wife did. Dude, that's so sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll pull it up for you. Dude, oh my god. Rupert was like when I was a kid and watched Survivor, like nonstop. He was like my favorite. Yeah, it was a good time. Like I he it's my one my top three best favorite Survivor characters of all time is Rupert's in the top three. Dude, yeah. that's so sick. He's slim. He's yeah, yeah, he lost a lot of weight. He lost a ton of weight. He, he was on something for Survivor recently, like mm-hmm. one of the reunion shows I watched. Yeah. I, I saw him there, and then somebody told me, and I was like, I had to text my mom because my mom's a big Survivor head. Yeah. So I was like, Mom, like, Rupert from Survivor's here. I got to text my mom, dude. That's, <laughs> that's funny. And she was like, oh, my God, you have to get a picture. Was he dancing like, to the music you're playing? Uh, I can't remember. I, I slammed, like, a full fifth of Tito's. 
Like, dude, I was I was fucked. Dude, I'd be so funny if you like, had a full conversation with Rupert from Survivor. Blacked yeah, out. You have no idea. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was like wild. But it was a good time. It was a good time though. That's uh, great. Ru- Rupert's my top three for sure. It goes. If you, I know you probably don't care because you don't really watch Survivor. I used to watch it and Rupert, I enjoy it, but yeah. On no particular, it's Rupert, Boston, Rob, and Russell Hans. I do remember Boston Rob. Boston Rob is like, yeah. Well, Boston Rob is like the goat. That's like mm. putting Tom Brady in your top three best football players. It's mm-hmm. like you put the goat. Like he's the goat. Mm-hmm. Then Russell Hans is the best villain of all time and one of the more successful. He was on like three Survivor seasons in a row. Like yeah. the first people to ever do that. Mm. He went to the final in two out of three of them and only lost because people fucking hated him. Damn. But he made it to the finals two years straight. Like, That's crazy. Back to back seasons, he went to the finals and lost. Yeah, he came in second. It's wild. The villains, the villains do well in Survivor. Yeah, for the like, most dude, he would like have, he'd have like, uh, fi- he'd find all the hidden muted mm-hmm. idols and just use them back to back to back because everyone wanted to get them out because he'd never get a line. Yeah. <laughs> so if he ever lost, he'd just use one. Oh dude, man, he was insane. All right, enough Survivor talk. Yeah, but how about, how, about, how do things go with you? Good. I actually have a story, a yeah. little banter story. All right. Um, so I went to Kennywood this past weekend. Did you get shot? I did not. Okay, good. It's fucked up joke. And it's true. It's true, but fucked up. <laughs> somebody posted, I, made, I made a joke. I made somebody a joke. posted a picture of Kenny Pickett at Kennywood in our like uh, work group chat. And it and the sign behind Kenny Pickett said, always a good time. I was like, I wonder if they changed that sign ever since the shoot. No, like, no, mostly no. a good time. Uh, 90, 99% <laughs> of the time, it's a great time. But 1% of the time, it's awful, though. So it just levels out to be good. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I was kind of what. No, but yeah, no, but anyway, uh, I made a joke like that whenever <clears throat> near the where the area it happened was. There's a bunch of like skeletons oh. for decor, and I said like, that's very poor taste. <laughs> yeah, that's like, bad. That's um, bad. No, but uh, anyway, so we went on the steel curtain. Yeah, sick roller coaster. Mm-hmm. So sick. Uh, I mean, as you go up the hill, it plays Renegade. Really? That's yeah. Your your site. I haven't been to Kennywood since that opened. Me, up. this is the first time I was. Yeah. So. We, I waited in like two one hour lines for it because like I had so oh, sweet. Yeah. So you go as you're going up, it's oh mama. I mean, then wow. As you get to the top, it's a yeah. And you go. That's sick. That's so That's sick. sick. And while you're in line, it's like, <laughs> hey, Bill Hillgrove here. Uh, remember to keep your arms and feet inside the vehicle. Like, it's like that. <laughs> but um. Anyway, that's not the story. The story is we're literally about to be like, the next car on. Yeah. So we're close to like the station. Mm-hmm. And as they go. Some chick pulls, she's front row, pulls her phone out. Yeah. And they slam on the stop, and the guy yells at the chick, put your phone away. You can't have your phone out there because you go, like, upside down super fast. Like, yeah, yeah. You can't control a phone. Mm. So it's, like, dangerous to everyone below. So they stop the ride to put your phone away. So they put the phone away, but then the train got stuck because they got, they stopped it no. prematurely. So they were stuck there forever. And... <sighs> Everyone on the cart was like fucking hating this bitch, and she was just giving it back to everybody. Oh my god! And, and at one point, she pulled her as they're working on it. She pulled her phone out again because they're stuck there. Yeah. And the workers start yelling like, "Put your phone away!" at her again. And she said, "How about you get me unstuck? Then I'll put my phone away." And like we're our whole group's oh, like god. right there. We are like, like, "What is this girl? Browns fan?" Dude, it's like <laughs> literally for me to like maybe your TV like away. This whole yeah. conversation. That's crazy. And then they said. We would, you guys wouldn't be in the situation if you have your phone on the first place. Then she started like saying all a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Then the entire line, including us, boom. <laughs> like, then, then we started to kick her out, kick her out, and and, she, and everyone in the entire place like was just bombing yeah. this girl. And then 
she then they went off. Finally got a gun. They went off. Came back and, and like there's two security guards waiting for her. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think they let her go, but like she. I mean, at the end of the day, it. if that's me, I'm just going home. If I get booed by an entire procession of people attending Kennywood, everyone, everyone in a whole ride hates you. Yeah, like so that means like you're going to be encountering them throughout the park, and they're going to still like boo you if they I, see if you. If I saw like girl again, I'd boo her. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'd just go home. I'd chalk it up as a loss, and I'd you go home. To. You yeah, have to. Yeah, that's hilarious though. Um, another thing too, another little tidbit I'd like to add here. Um, I had this realization because a podcast I was listening to today said it, mm-hmm. and I said actually I don't think I did either. Um. I've never had my hair cut by a guy. Never? I have. Jerry. Yeah, I know you yeah. have. But I'm saying like, and most people have. I'm just a fair, a very, I feel like I'm a rare type where I'm only all all girl. Yeah. Even girls have like like guys cut their hair sometimes. Mm-hmm. I've never had one. I've been to a barbershop owned by a guy, but his daughter was the one cutting my hair all the time. Mm. I don't know. I think girls just do better. I'm sexist against guys. Yeah, yeah. I think worst. I think girls just do better. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I never had a, a male barber. Have you tried Jerry? I mean, I never did. Busco Cuts down in Pleasant Hill. Shameless I mean, plug. yeah, get, plug it. No, plug it. I <laughs> Busco mean, Cuts in Pleasant Hills. I mean, he's my friend. I hope he does successful. I just yeah, never. Yeah. He's doing good, dude. His shop is nice. Yeah, I just don't want to drive that far for a haircut. And yeah, I, that's fair. I have a person who's five minutes away from my house. Yeah, that's fair. Can't beat that. Yeah, there's a men's uh, haircutting place on uh, in Shaler. I gotcha. gotcha. Shameless plug men hair, uh, hair shop for men. On Matt Roll Boulevard. Mm-hmm. That's where I go. Gotcha. Gonna do my hair before my wedding. Gonna go in there. You're gonna line me up. Nice, nice. Sweet. All right. But all right. So this week we have a big we have a big episode. Um, so let's jump right into it. First, let's start with actually first, I'll just mention it. The NHL season has begun. Yeah. Uh, last night was the North American start. Or no, Tuesday night was a North American start. This past weekend they started in Prague. Um, and then tonight is the Penn's first game. Penguins okay, are playing cool. right now as we're recording. Oh, should we put that on? Um, I don't think you have that channel. No, let's see. We'll browse. Go ahead, though. Um, but <clears throat> anyway, so hockey has started. Next week, we will have two guests on to talk hockey. Um, we had to push it back a week, which means this week we're going to push up the NBA. So we're doing an NBA preview, which means we're going to do a separate segment for that. Um, so let's move on to baseball. So baseball real quick. Um, we're in the playoffs for the baseball. The wild card series is over. Um, just to recap the wild card series, the Phillies uh, beat the Cardinals 2-0. The Mariners beat the Blue Jays 2-0. Guardians beat the Rays 2-0. And then the Padres beat the Mets 2-1. Um, the Mets, very bad look for the Mets. They were down in the ninth inning, and they had Edwin Diaz come out, and they played the trumpets, and they had the whole trumpet. Oh, God. They're down like 4-1. Oh, And they're God. like, dude, you don't – and so everyone, all of Twitter just started roasting them. Oh, it's um, not good. It's maybe 4-0. <laughs> like, it was, it was bad. Like, they did the whole thing like they were doing all year as they're losing in an elimination game uh, in the ninth inning by like four runs. Yeah, has that guy been fired that have, has played those trumpets, like their sound guy or whatever, at the stadium? Yeah, I don't know who's, I, whose idea it was, but mm-hmm. it's not a good look. Um, but anyways, moving on to the divisional series. Right now, a lot of the series are tied. Um, so the Padres-Dodgers are tied 1-1. Braves-Phillies are tied 1-1. Yankees are up 1-0, and the Guardians are playing tonight, I believe. Uh, and then the Mariners are down to the Astros 1-0. The Astros are up 1-0. Um, I hope the Mariners win that series. Yeah, it'd be cool to see them, but I'm pulling for the Astros to win it all. You love the Astros, dude. I just kind of want – I just root for chaos. 
Yeah, no, I, I'm my my teams I'm backing right now are the uh, Mariners and Padres, but we'll see. Gotcha. Um, but all right, moving on real quick to uh, college football. I did not do college football this week, except for one school, and that is the University of Pittsburgh. Okay, the yeah. University of Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. the best. Um, so we beat the ever living shit out of VT this weekend. Uh, last weekend, forty five to twenty nine. Okay, nice, nice. Um, we are by this week, uh, but Israel Aban Abanaconda. I I can never say his name. Izzy Israel. Everyone knows him. Abanaconda. That's it. Abanaconda. He rushed for three hundred and twenty yards and had six touchdowns. Jesus, breaking a pit football record, rushing record for most rushing yards. In a he might game. get the uh, running back award at the end of the season. Yeah, he has to be up for it at least. He has to be. But um, trivia. Oh fuck you. <laughs> so Israel broke the uh, pit record for most rushing yards in a single game. Mm-hmm. Who did he beat? Um, Curtis Martin. No. In a single game. Single game for Pitt. Wait. So the single. So Pitt's record was most rushing yards in a single game was held by this person. Was it shady? Now, it's oh. very obvious when I say it, you're gonna be very, you're gonna beat yourself. I probably up. just didn't know this guy went to pit. You're gonna beat yourself up when you find. Like, out. do I know he went to pit? I, Tony Dorsett. Yeah, so okay. you should know Tony Dorsett. Okay, okay. I was gonna say that, I, I know. I, I was trying to go through all the running backs I knew, but yeah, okay. going back in time. Yeah, so 1975 yeah. against Notre Dame, uh, Tony Dorsett rushed for 303 yards. Okay, cool. um, so so yeah, Izzy just passed him up. Um, and fun fact about it, Bill Hillgrove. Announced both games. Oh, nice. He started his career in 1973, and the game for Dorsett was in 75, and then obviously he's still the voice of the Panthers today, so that's pretty cool. Cool. Um, Fuck with it. But yeah, so go, good good for Izzy. He also broke an ACC record. I think it's most touchdowns by running back in a game, but I, I forget. Okay. Um. But all right. Uh, but all I had else for college football is the rankings. So we're going to go uh, from order number one, Georgia, number two, Ohio State, three, Alabama, four, Clemson. Right now, that is your playoffs. Um, out right outside the top four, uh, four, we have Michigan at number five, who's playing number 10, Penn State this week. So Penn State's about to get embarrassed. Um, Tennessee at number six, who's playing Alabama this week. That's going to be a really good game. Damn. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so that I, I'm pulling for Tennessee hard in that game. Um, then USC, Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, and Penn State to round out the top 10. Then you got UCLA, Oregon, TCU, Wake Forest, NC State, Mississippi State, Kansas State, Sa- uh, Syracuse, Kansas, Utah, Cincinnati, Kentucky dropped all the way down to uh, 22. Um, they lost again last weekend. Um, and then they had they have Texas at 22 uh, tied with Kentucky for some reason. I don't know. So 22-23, I think it's a typo in here. Okay. Number 24, Illinois. <clears throat> and then number 25, James Madison. Oh, okay. JMU. They just got uh, this year's their first year. They're playing D1 for football. Oh, okay. I didn't they're know They're always below D1. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's D2 or D1AA or if they are D1AA. I, don't, I forget. I don't, they're in the Sun Belt region. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so this is the first year they're actually able to play the NCAA Division One, and they got ranked. That's pretty sweet. They're yeah, five good for right them. Now. Um, but, all right, that's actually all I got. All right, cool. So let's, because we're going to separate NBA, so let's head over to NBA for the NBA preview. Yeah. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, 
and boom goes the dynamite. All right. And let's take it over to this year's NBA preview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're preview, ready. Preview, preview. I think I did that again. Uh, no, I wasn't. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, um, yeah, the NBA season starts next week. I believe it starts Tuesday. Um, we're in a fancy league for that coming up. Yeah, we are. First year we're, we're facing it off. Yeah, I got the number one pick, actually. And I'm, I'm t- definitely taking Joker. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those, if you win this league, you have to dedicate to me. It'll be my third year in two different leagues where I had Joker. Yeah. <laughs> and you won the first two. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have, if you win this league, you got to like. I got to get a Match me in your speech. Yeah. You got to match me in your speech. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like. I was like, I was like, I was like the, uh, like I was like your sense, uh, sensei. Yeah, you were my sensei, yeah. guiding me through mentor, my first my draft. Mentee. Yeah, yeah. It's and like then you, Joker fell me. You're like, dude, just take Joker. And I was like, all right. Well, I, was, I was very dumb. <laughs> it was like, I was like six pick or something like that, and he fell all that way. Yeah, I, I'm sure Joker's gonna be like the number one ranked fantasy player. Mm-hmm. He has to be. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but anyway, the NBA season is upon us. I do have our full preview. Um, before that, though, there is a couple headlines I want to talk about real quick. Okay. One, the Lakers extend uh, Rob Palenka through 2025-2026 season. Seems like a suspect move. I I wrote down I think it's a bad move. Um, they put together a championship team, then shit the bet ever since. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why you're trying to extend the man. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's weird. Seems like a networking move. It does. I don't know. He looks like a raw below. Mm-hmm. That's side add on to that. Um, next, stick with the Lakers. Uh, Nike has given LeBron James Jr. his first ever NIL deal. So okay, okay. Um, Bronny Jr. is not even in college yet, and he already has a sponsorship with Nike. Wild. Ew. Sorry, we're also watching the Thursday Night Football game. These Bears jerseys are disgusting. I kind of fuck with them. You fuck with them? They're like a traffic cone. I don't know, in a good way. It's like they tried the the t- Tampa Bay creamsicle, but it failed miserably. I need to see it again. Um, I don't think you will for a while, but let's continue. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, mean, I think it's better than. The I was Bengals. like taking it back. I, I think like, it's oh. better than the Bengals white. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, and then last, <laughs> the last headline is uh, the video of Draymond hitting Jordan Poole was out. Yeah, it surfaced. <laughs> it surfaced. Um, when you're listening to this, if you if you follow us on instagram you'll probably see it because that is our promo of this week <laughs> oh man i have uh on draymond green it says a uh, new episode of talking dirty and then jordan <laughs> Poole, it says you <laughs> and it just hits him in the face uh it's very funny um yeah so you'll probably see it by this point but yeah it is it, it is a crazy video um afterwards on the draymond green podcast he came out and said like that he's a step away from the team for a little bit uh and quote he failed as a man <laughs> um, where like before the video surfaced, he was like, Oh, it's all good. Yeah. I'm a great man. <laughs> yeah. And then, then that, yeah. Um, it did come out recently that the warriors will not suspend him, uh, but they will give him a quick fine. Oh, uh, the, I like the like helmets. I like the helmets. I don't, like, I don't like the Jersey. I don't like it paired up. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, that's what I'm thinking. Or I think the helmet, I think it'd be fine with the helmet Jersey combo. If you put a stripe down the middle, like a blue stripe? Yeah. The maybe. Matches, okay. Like, like the sleeves? Yeah. Like one of those stripes on the sleeves down the middle make it more okay, uniform maybe. like that? I think that would look way sweet. Yeah, it's just too much orange for me. Yeah, I agree. But, all right. Uh, yeah, so that's just a funny thing that happened. Um, but 
that's all the notes I have because I do want to turn and focus on the season ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so every year I make my, my blog post, my little preview. I do East and West, uh, and I'm going to go through them right now. But, Guy, yeah, we're going to do a little game with it. Okay. Um, something that I just thought of right now. We are doing this before we start recording with the NFL. I'm going to say a team. I'm going to say them. When I say them, we're going to quickly say the best player all time is. Oh, I'm going to be horrible at this. I mean, it's just fun. <laughs> okay, I mean, we can shoot for it. We can try. If it fails yeah, miserably, yeah, yeah. it fails miserably. All right. All right. We went first, east or west? Let's go east. East. All right. So as, uh, as of every year, I do have four different categories. I put the teams in. So I have one, the contenders, mm. two, the playoff locks, three, <laughs> on the bubble, and four, not a chance. So the contenders are teams in each conference that I seriously think could win the conference. Um, I like so when I say the contenders, I can see any of these teams winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, playoff locks are teams that are definitely going to make the playoffs, but I don't see them unless they go on a crazy run or someone gets hurt. I don't see them going all the way to the distance, but they possibly could. Um, the on the bubble teams are the teams that are just barely going to make the playoffs and or the play in tournament. Um, I think it's just like a cool. We made the playoffs this year, but that's like don't get your expectations high. Yeah, the not a chance are the team that'll be in the draft lottery. The teams that are hopeless. All right. Okay. That being said, let's get into the Eastern Conference contenders. Right off the bat, I have uh, the Boston Celtics. Um, the reigning Eastern Conference champs uh, will most likely make another run for the title this year. This offseason, they did uh, d- did a great job in adding depth in Malcolm Brogdon. On top of that, the young duo Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum just keeps getting better each year. Unfortunately for the Celtics, they will be without head coach Ime Aduka the entire season since he can't keep it in his pants. Uh, regardless, though, they will be tough to beat come playoff time. Uh, Bill Russell. Bill Russell, for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, the Celtics. <laughs> and I agree. I, I think maybe yeah. the coach thing could fuck them, but I, I I don't think you can bet on that this early. Yeah, actually, what Meter was saying today actually uh, was he really he one he's like all right, email was cool, but if you cheat on Nia Long, Nia Long, you just don't have like your common sense about you. So he thinks they should have get fired. He, should be fired. <laughs> he said he said we'll just have Brad Stevens coming back down because like. If you cheer uh, Neil Long, there's no chance for you as a coach in the NBA. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think they're gonna be good. There's no, there's no question about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, number two, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, James Harden and Joel Embiid did not have a whole season of work on chemistry last year, but they did have a solid run in the playoffs. Tyrese Maxey had a great year last year, and he could be huge for Philly's success this year. They also had a big offseason move by adding P.J. Tucker and Montrezl Harrell. I think they will be both uh, a good fit in the Sixers lineup. One big question mark goes into the season. Going into the season is like always Tobias Harris. He has struggled as of late the last few years, but if he could play like the contract pays him to play, I think uh, the Sixers would be very like a very deadly threat. Uh, Doctor J. I'd probably say Dr. Jeremy Mullen as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Sixers, thoughts? Uh, I do. I mean, yeah, they'll be a powerhouse. Um, Absolutely. They'll probably just choke in the playoffs at some point, but they'll, con- they'll, they'll be contenders throughout the season. That's the process. process. That's the process. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next, Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, the Bucks haven't made any crazy offseason moves, but honestly, they didn't really need to. Uh, with Giannis, who will always be a contender. Basically, like in the playoffs last year, they were able to take the Celtics to seven games in the second round, even without their number two guy, Chris Middleton. Um, so I think they'll just consistently be good as long as Giannis is there. 
Um, Kareem. Kareem, probably, yeah. Yeah. Or Giannis. Or Giannis, yeah. But Kareem, probably. Um, title with him, too. Yeah, I'm going to uh, agree with you there. I mean, you're not going to really get many misses on the contenders at this point, so. Yeah, absolutely. All mm-hmm. right, and then the last contender from the East. This is Miami Heat. All right. Um, While most see a lackluster offseason by the Heat, I think it's not as bad as people may think. Obviously, I'm biased because I'm the biggest Heat fan in Western Pennsylvania, but I honestly think we'll just be fine. Um, the only loss we had this offseason was P.J. Tucker, who went to Philly. Other than that, we'll be running back with the almost exact same team that got us the number one seed in the East last year. Um, the biggest difference besides the lack of P.J. Tucker is the addition of Victor Oladipo. I know it's weird to say that it's an addition after basically two years, but Oladipo hasn't really played until last year's postseason, mm-hmm. uh, which he also did pretty solid in last year's postseason. Um, I think he'll be a full-time player this year, and hopefully we'll get back to the all-star level play he once was. Besides the him, Bam keeps getting better each year. Kyle Lowry is in better shape this year, so he could be bigger, like a bigger difference. Um, Tyler Hero just got paid, so, and he's going to be uh, most likely a starter this year, so he's going to have to like play out of his mind. Yeah, And then Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think we'll, we're still contenders. Um, I don't know. I feel like he could go either way on this one, but – Dwayne Wade, probably. Yeah, I'd say D-Wade. Maybe LeBron. LeBron, but D-Wade's a better Heat player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, the Heat, they're great, man. I mean, I don't know. They've made a bunch of moves, and they kept a lot of players that they needed to keep. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yep. All right. Moving on to the playoff locks. Uh, these are the teams that are definitely going to make the playoffs, but I don't see making a finals run. Okay. Uh, right off the bat, the Nets. Um, the offseason drama surrounding both Kyrie and KD. Uh, the Nets essentially the same team that got swept by in the playoffs last year by the Celtics. Um, so notable additions for Brooklyn is TJ Warren from the Pacers, Royce O'Neal from the uh, Jazz, and actually Ben Simmons. Uh, ben Simmons has not yet to play in Brooklyn, but he should be a good start for the <laughs> next season. Um, yes, I know a lot of people are thinking Ben Simmons sucks because he can't shoot. But uh, I actually think people forget how good of a playmaker he is and how elite defender he is. Um, KD is one of the best players in the league, so they will definitely be in the playoffs. I just don't know if you can call this team a contender. Okay, okay. Um, did you see Ben Simmons airball it outside in that one? Uh, they, like, the Nets did like a charity event outside. I did not see on this. On a basketball no. court, and he just had the ball, and he just turned into like, a little fake little like oh, – uh, fake, it was like a little nonchalant, like, oh, I'm going to shoot this real quick. And it was the worst airball I've ever seen in my life. Dude, he's so bad. <laughs> yeah. At shooting. Um, he's not bad everywhere else. Chauncey Billups? I don't think he played for the Nets. Jason Kidd? Jason Kidd did, though, yeah. Okay. KD? Prob- yeah. Yeah. I mean, do we consider KD in all, like a net, though? Like, I, well, You can't consider him a Thunder <laughs> Warriors, either. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> he's just an NBA player. Yeah, he, yeah, his team's just. He's NBA. a journeyman. Yeah, Jason Kidd probably is though. Yeah, but yeah, no, I think I think the Nets are they're good. They're just not. They'll, they'll have they'll win big games and they could possibly upset in the in the first round of the playoffs. Do can they win a title? Only if Ben Simmons completely works out. Yeah, and they have they were in the contender category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took them out just because I thought about it. And yes, Kyrie missed a lot of games last year. But when it came to playoff time and he was in every game, they Didn't still matter. got swept. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And all they do is add Royce O'Neal and TJ Warren. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I guess Ben because he didn't really play. But still, like, 
I don't think that's going to be a big enough difference where if anything that's going to make a difference where okay maybe you won't get swept by the Celtics this year yeah. you'll probably yeah. they'll, in, they'll be you'll formid- probably losing six yeah. or seven they'll be formidable but they're not going to win the win the title yeah I don't think they're making make, make the Eastern Conference Finals yeah I doubt it if, yeah. if they make the second rounds because they got like a cupcake matchup I guess yeah. they could, I think they could finish regular season top three. I would, but that doesn't mean I think whoever mm. they beat out the Sixers, Bucks, Heat, yeah, whatever. Mm. I still think are better than them. Yeah, I I think the Celtics are the bottom tier of the contenders, and then the really? Nets are the top tier of the uh, uh, playoff locks. I can see that. Like if I had to rank your, I know you don't rank them, but like if I had to rank them, I'd put the Celtics at the bottom of the contenders and the right, Nets right above. Right right the them. Nets right above. Um, them. I think number one in the East. I think it's actually the Celtics since they are they did win last year. Mm-hmm. They, they they had the best offseason moves. I think that makes the team fit more. Eme being gone could it be effective? I don't know. Like who know is the gonna... who is the replacement? Um, so, so I don't know his name. It's some assistant who uh, Meter told me today he had domestic violence in his past. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, Eme, we can't like, we can't handle all that. Yeah. but like, hey, you. <laughs> He's like, I don't know how to feel about him, Dub. I'm pretty sure he had domestic <laughs> violence in his past. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I I think the coaching will affect them to a point where they won't like they'll they'll lose some games because of it. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But I I think there's the better best team. Pause. I think I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sixers are definitely up there. Yeah. So I think they might be number two seed. I'd put them number two. Um, and then I'd probably put Heat three, Bucks four. Okay. Um, the Bucks are good. It's just the other teams got a little better. I'd probably go Sixers one, Heat two, Bucks three, Celtics four. Yeah, I mean, I I honestly think any of these four can be energy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, then I, then I definitely think the net the next <clears throat> tier Nets are number one in that next tier. Uh, the number two in that next tier is the Cavs. Yeah. Um, so yeah. after the offseason rumors, the Donovan Mitchell sweepstakes is over, and the Cavs came out on top. Jeez. The Cavs had a impressive... left field. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> uh, the Cavs had an impressive season last year, but they couldn't really make it out of the play-in game. Um, now with the addition of Mitchell, Kevin Love setting set, settling into a six-man role, and the development of young ballers like Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, mm. Isaac Okoro, and Darius Garland, I think the Cavs will be sitting comfortably in a playoff spot. Yeah, I, th- I think this is another team that might be able to upset the first round if they have a favorable matchup. But yeah, yeah, I I, I do like them though, even though you know fuck them for getting Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, but. I get that, and every fan of the Cavs are Browns fans too. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know at the end of the day, if I was a Cavs fan, I'd probably be pretty pumped that we're doing this without like LeBron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, it doesn't involve LeBron coming back that we're going to the playoffs. Like oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you'll be great. Mm-hmm. First round matchup, Cavs Heat. I'm definitely going to go to a game. Yeah, yeah, that would be sick. Case. Yeah. Um, what if it was like Cavs Lakers finals? Cleveland. <laughs> if he wins, what if he says Cleveland's free, free. He dedicated to Cleveland. Yeah. He shaved points. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, what if at halftime, uh, LeBron comes out of the tunnel wearing a Cavs uniform? He's like, I'm playing for the other team now. Yeah. <laughs> be crazy. I got to do it for my hometown. I just requested a trade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's the best cast player of all time? Uh, um, yeah, LeBron. LeBron, yeah. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, the final team in this category is the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls had a great offseason last year, but due to injuries, they didn't really get a chance to see their squad at 100% in the postseason. Uh, this year, I think they are they will run it back with another great regular season led by DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, and Nikolai Vucevic. Um, Lonzo Ball will be missing a decent chunk of the season with an injury, which is a small blow, but come late in the season, I think they'll be considering the Bulls one of the best teams in the East. Sorry, I'm just watching the bagheads at the commander's yeah. game. Um, yeah, the Bulls. I fuck with the Bulls. Um, I think hopefully this team can stay healthy and they can really work out for them. Yeah. Um, the depth is the question, though. But Caruso. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kobe White's pretty solid. Kobe White is solid. Um, I'm blanking on the team right now. But, yeah, Jordan. Yeah. Dennis okay. Rodman. Carlos Boozer. <laughs> uh, Horace Kirk, Grant. Kirk Heinrich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tony Kuka. <laughs> um, all right. Next, moving on to the bubble teams. I love how we didn't mention Scottie Pippen. Oh, he sucks. I- I'm sure he like hates that. Like if he listens, like, he'd be like, "What if he was? Like- what if he was one of our four <laughs> listeners?" And he now he's like, next week we know because he just like our viewers. He like tweets. Down. He like tweets at us. Like, fuck y'all. He's like, "Fuck y'all!" Not mentioning me on Greatest Bull. <laughs> you named that quirky ass white dude Kirk Heinrich over me. <laughs> um. All right. Next are the bubble teams. This honestly was the hardest part about the East because I think the East is so much deeper than the West this yeah. year. Um, all these teams, I think, could be playoff teams. It's just I can't have, like, ten teams I think are playoff locks. Yeah, um, I hear that. So just to start it off, we're going to go the Raptors. The Raptors had a great have a great young squad, and they did well last year. Uh, but with the bulking them up, up of the other teams in the East, I just think they'll – find themselves in a playing game. Yeah. They had a playoff spot last year without a playing game, and I just think, like, the other teams are passing, like, the Cavs. They have, like, a good team, but something always goes wrong. Yeah. It's weird. But it, they're always, like, the, yo, the Raptors are sneaky good. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're in that team, and but they... They've some, never emerged from that. Yeah, they, they're just, like, sneaky hot all year, and then yeah. a couple of times, they're just not that good anymore. Um, Tracy McGrady. Yeah, Trace McGrady, Vince Carter. Vince Carter, you could also Chris say. Chris Bosch well. was really good when he was there. True, yeah, I forgot about Chris Bosch. Um, they're a newer franchise. They're in 96 mm-hmm. or 97 mm-hmm. they started. Yeah. Do you know why they're the Raptors? Um, That's where the first uh, Raptor bones were found in Toronto, Canada. That's a good guess, but no. Oh, that was a good guess. That was I just a really pulled good that guess. out of my ass completely. Really good guess. Um, no, <laughs> it's because Jurassic Park was filmed in Toronto. Oh, really? Yeah. I so, know. so it's named after that's Jurassic cool. Park, and that's why they're outside their arena. It's called Jurassic Park. Uh, I didn't know that. That's cool. That's, yeah, like that's the little, cool like, the little like the region like around yeah. the stadium. Okay. With like all the bars and like where they put the jumbotron on for the playoff. Thing. Yeah. They call that part Jurassic Park. That's sick. And I think the the year the movie came out, the team was added that's why they named it after Jurassic Park uh, gotcha. also filmed there cool really cool yeah um, that's something like people don't really know I feel like mm-hmm. so I, I like to bring it up every chance I get um, next the Hawks the Hawks uh, made the playing game last year um, they ended up winning and playing the Heat losing the Heat first round um, this past offseason they went out and traded for uh, Deontay Murray um, I don't think that move helps them get any higher than they were last year mm-hmm. and I so I think I, there's gonna be the playing game again next year they yeah. might this year they might make the playoffs from the playing game yeah Trey Young's just a beast so even though he's a little twerp um 
he's pretty good. So like I can see them like dirty being lollipop. a sneaky little team, but I don't <laughs> think they're gonna make it out of the playing. They're not gonna make it higher than the playing game range. Yeah, they're like they'll lose their first series five to one or four to one. Yeah, five or games. two if they Trey goes off. Yeah, them. yeah, they're not gonna win or make it a seven mm-hmm. unless um, they're playing a team very hurt, really hurt. Hakeem Olajuwon is he Hawks? No, uh, Dominic Wilkins. Okay, the uh, that's the human highlight tape. Uh, uh, Spud Webb. Uh, no idea. Dominique Wilkins is probably number one. He, he, you might be able to say Trey Trey Young. I mean, Dominique Wilkins is pretty sweet. Really? Okay. Yeah. I I, I don't really know what the about Hawks Doc Rivers. Do you play for the Hawks? Yeah. <laughs> Glenn Rivers. Yeah, but I do think Trey Young's up there for sure. Okay. All right. Uh, next we have your New York Knicks. Wow. Yeah. Now I hear you, yeah. Patrick Ewing. <laughs> Yeah, Patrick Ewing for sure. Yeah. Um, they took a big L this offseason uh, by not getting Spider. Um, if they did, I would probably have put him in the higher spot, like a playoff lock spot. Yeah, I uh, would but too. since they are running it back with essentially the same squad plus Jalen Bronson, I can see him getting the eight or nine spot. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. They'll be the low part of the play-in tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more or even nine. And as 10. long as it works out, with they're going to be in the play-in tournament. It just they might be nine or ten, not eight, seven or eight. Personally, I'd rather them just tank and get somebody good in the draft. True, but they but they won't get it anyway. So yeah, they won't get it. <laughs> For some reason, that freaking ping pong ball won't go in our favor. Never does. Never does. Never does. Um, next, we have the Hornets. Um, with the exception of Lamelo Ball, the rest of the Hornets roster is insanely mid. Um, I think Lamelo can carry them to a possible playing game, mm-hmm. but I mean, they're not going to win it. Yeah, gonna, I think they're going to be in a playing game and not win. Um, Chris Paul. Muggsy Bogues. Are we considering Jordan? Them? I mean, I think. Are these the Bobcats? Technically, technically the Bobcats. I mean, they technically drafted Kobe. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want to say Kobe because <laughs> that would hurt. Yeah, um, that would really hurt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're gonna go back in the day, though, yeah, they had the Muggsy Bogues mm-hmm. and the uh, Del Curry. Chris Paul was there for a while. He's in the New Orleans version of the Hornets. Uh, the same. Okay. So what happened is like the '90s Hornets were a thing. Oh. Like the Hornets before everything, and then they moved to New Orleans, and that's Chris Paul played for the New Orleans Hornets. Okay. And then Charlotte's like, wait, we want a team again, so they added the Bobcats. And then when the New Orleans went to the Pelicans' name, the Hornets were up for grabs, and Charlotte took it back. Gotcha. Okay. So technically, it's like all the same. I'd probably say Chris Paul. Yeah, maybe um, Larry yeah. Johnson. Uh, okay, yeah. Larry Johnson yeah. was like their best player back in the day. It's not a bad option there. Um, Kemba Walker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Kobe probably actually. Um, and then the last one in this category is the Wizards. The Wizards got a very interesting squad right now. Um, I think if everyone stays healthy, they will be. Uh, they'll be a lot better than people think. I don't think they might have what it takes for a deep playoff run though. Um, I mean, they in this offseason. I mean, they they have they kept Bradley Beal, they got uh, Christoph Porzingis, mm-hmm. got Kyle Kuzma, they got um, a really good draft pick, Johnny Davis. Yeah, uh, I'm missing someone who they got that's like interesting. I forget who it is. Um, so they're like a team that when you look at it, it's like this is like a kind of good team. Like maybe they'll be fine, but like once again, all the other teams in the East are so much tougher. So I don't know if they're gonna make it or not. Yeah. Um... I don't know. You might need you might need to help me on this one. Two, three, Jordan. Oh, Jordan. Oh yeah, he did play there. Gilbert Arenas. I like that one more. 
Let's go Gilbert uh, Arenas. Or Guns on deck. Bull, uh, Mon- Manute Bull. No idea who that is. It's Bull Bull's dad. Oh, it is? He's really good. <laughs> Bull Bull Sr. Yeah, Manute Bull's really good, actually. He played for the Nuggets, too. That's, gotcha. probably, that's probably number one. But I think that's back when they were the Bullets. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so, side question right now as we continue. One, two, three, four, seven. I'm sorry. I'm doing math out loud. 9, 10, 11, 12. So, right now there's two teams out of here that are missing the playoffs. Okay. Who who thinks it's going to be? Raptors, Hawks, Knicks, Hornets, uh, the, Wizards. Oh, two teams that are missing? Yeah. So, they're, I just ranked the top 12 teams in the East right now. Two of these aren't going to make it. Yeah. I just think they have potential to make it. Who, so who like are they again? Um, the Raptors, Hawks, Knicks, Hornets, Wizards. It's between three for me. The Knicks, Wizards, or uh, Raptors, Hawks, Wizards, Hornets. Sorry, Hornets. Yeah, Hornets, Wizards, or Knicks. I think I think it's gonna be Knicks and uh, Hornets. Yeah, yeah. It, it's one of those. Th- it's two of I, those I three. Think, I think it's gonna be Knicks, Hornets. Yeah, yeah. So, do you? Would you rather you not make the playoffs? I mean, I'd rather eh. for chance of better pick. I mean, we won't even if we have a chance at a better pick. It's like you were saying, this draft isn't really going to be that much because isn't it going to well, be like the like number the one? Two. Yeah, it's like the top two and then Snickle Fritz. Yeah, but if you suck, then you can have a chance at number one. And if you get the number one, that Victor guy, that'd yeah. Be sick. If you don't get number one, you get number two, and you get the uh, what's the name? Scoot, Scoot Henderson. Oh, uh, I would like to have Scoot on my team. All right, I, I, I have the RJ yeah, Scoot, Jalen Julius. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that I like is, it. That's a swallowed team. Yeah. All right. I fuck with it. Let them miss. Yeah. Then the, uh, the bottom three teams. Uh, I got the Pistons. The Pistons are a bunch of young talent. They're just not ready to compete yet. Mm. Uh, the Magic. The Magic have Isaiah an insane Thomas. amount. Uh, yeah. Probably yeah. Isaiah Thomas. Uh, the Magic have an insane amount of young talent. Give them a few years. And if everyone, if everyone pans out, this team could be good. Penny Hardaway. Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight Howard. Oh, Okay. I don't hate no, that. Shaq's way better than Dwight he Howard. He is, but yeah. And Penny, Penny's way better than Dwight Howard, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want to say Shaq. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, then the Pacers. The Pacers aren't doing shit anytime soon. Halliburton is cool for the future. Trade Turner. Yeah. Wait, who is this again? Pacers. Pacers. Uh, Roy Hibbert. Reggie Miller. Miller. Yeah, yeah. Reggie Miller. Yeah, probably. You still want to say? I kind of want to throw Spike Roy Lee. Hibbert's name out there. Roy Hibbert's good. Danny Granger. Danny Granger. Yeah. <laughs> Lance you, Stevenson. Wait. So I, I I saw this on TikTok the other day. It was this comic, and she was saying that like she dated this NBA guy, and then like the whole story essentially was just saying how Danny Granger because she didn't name drop it, but it was like a light skinned guy on the Pacers like back in this year. And, and it was like, like Danny Granger. Everything was pointing at Danny Granger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a Jehovah Witness now. Really? Yeah. That's probably why you don't hear from him anymore. Yeah, yeah. He was like, because she was like, yeah, she was saying like how he's a Jehovah's Witness now and he was in the NBA previously. And then she was like, my boyfriend like now said like, you know, you, if you Google how many NBA players are now Jehovah's Witnesses, she was like, there's two. And this was the light-skinned guy and it was Danny Granger. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um... Dan Granger was on the Heat for a second near the end of his career. Yeah, yeah, he probably tried to convert people to. Yeah, it was right after. Um, <laughs> it was right after the LeBron Big Three era when we sucked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, fun fact: Dan Granger is one of the first 
was on my very first uh, fancy basketball team. Okay. Okay. Paul George. Paul George, PG-13. I think Reggie Miller and then Paul George. And Paul then George, 24. Lance Stevenson. Paul George means what number 24. <laughs> I love how we're putting the most work into the Pacers <laughs> for this game. All right, yeah, let's move on to the West. All right, it went, it went well for the East. So, well, actually, I'm going to go through it real quick, f- rapid fire, um, just so everyone kind of remembers because we did tangent a lot throughout yeah, the whole contingent. thing. Yeah, contenders. Contenders. From the East, we have the Celtics, Sixers, Bucks, Heat. Um, from the playoff locks, we have the Nets, the Cavs, the Bulls. From the Bubbles team, we have the Raptors, Hawks, Knicks, Hornets, Wizards, and not a chance are the Pistons, Pacers, and Magic. All right. Um, yeah. Said West. Take over the West, which I believe the East is so much better than the West, but um, we shall see what we what you think after this. Starting off with the contenders, very obviously we're gonna, I'm going to go with the reigning champs, the Golden State Warriors. Uh, they'll be back on top of the West again this year. They had two major hits uh, – Two major hits this offseason that could be rough for them. One, losing Gary Payton, two, the junior, to the Trailblazers is a big hit. And number two, Draymond Green's fist hitting Jordan Poole's face. That's <laughs> also a big hit. Um, if Steve Kerr can get everyone back on the same page in the Warriors locker room, I think they could be a very successful this year. I just wonder what kind of morale tool that the Green Poole incident will take on them for the long run. Yeah, um, probably Steph Curry. Wilt Chamberlain? Oh, okay. Or Steph, yeah. Yeah, I think I, th- I think Steph. I think by the end of career, Steph. But right now, Wilt. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so the Warriors, they same pretty much same team. They lost Gary Payton and Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole. So let's imagine the winning team last year, just without a bench player and a center who is kind of causing issues. Okay. Just fun fact about that: I did see a. Um, trade rumor. Okay. Yeah. What'd you hear? Draymond Green to the Heat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, obviously. Hey, you want to come punch our players? <laughs> it was like a three way trade where, oh, what was it? Draymond comes to the Heat. The Heat give up Kyle Lowry and, uh, what's his name? Yurt Seven to a third team. I forget. Okay. And we get Draymond Green. <laughs> and then the Warriors get someone from this team. All right, all right. Um, number two in the contenders, I actually have the L.A. Clippers. All um, right. The Clippers, the Clippers are back. Uh, Kawhi is going to be healthy. Paul George is going to be healthy. Their depth is great. And they added the GOAT, John Wall. Um, there are some question marks with the Clippers since Kawhi missed all last season. And John Wall basically hasn't played in like the last few years. But if everyone stays healthy and does what they're proven they can do in the past, um, the Clippers are hovering around the top spot for me. Um, it all depended on injury. Probably Chris Paul too. <laughs> Chauncey Billups. That was Chauncey Billups, right? Clippers. Yeah, he went to the Clippers. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Uh, DeAndre Jordan. There's not that old of a, a franchise. franchise. Yeah, they never really had any good history either. Yeah, like the first good year it was probably at would City. be. Yeah, it probably would be Chris Paul. Yeah, Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford. J.J. Redick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like they had someone decent in the 90s. I'm not sure. But, yeah, we'll, we'll call it Chris Paul. Um, but, yeah, the Clippers, I think they're going to be good. Yeah, I think so, too. But, it, once again, it just depends on the injuries. Because mm-hmm. if they could be – if everyone stays healthy, then – I think this is the year they – I think this is the year they take the leap over the Lakers, finally. 
I mean, yeah, I I think the Clippers can win. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. Um, that, I, At I least go. Yeah, I don't like the Clippers that much, but I love John Wall, so I really want them to win. Yeah, as long as it's not against the Heat. Um, next we have the Grizzlies. Um, I honestly love the Grizzlies. Last year they took a huge step and ended up locking up the number two seed in the West. They weren't really ready yet to take down one of the dynasty, the one of the best dynasties of the last decade, the Golden State Warriors. But each year they get one step closer. They didn't add much this offseason, but they did lock John Moran up to a five year max deal. I think they they will absolutely be a top three seed again this year in the West. Zach Randolph. Zebo, that's a good one. Or Marcus Hall, one of the two. Oh yeah, yeah. Mike but, Conley. Oh, Mike Conley. They're all the same <laughs> team. Yeah, they're, they're another young team, like a newer team. Yeah, yeah. I, I think John Morant, by the end of his career, as long as he doesn't request a trade, will be that guy. Yeah, I, th- I think he's gonna be a franchise guy there. I think so too, because mm-hmm. they're already good. In yeah, they're already good. Three. They locked him up for five years. I think he'll stick out that five years at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. All right. Um, we have the Grizzlies right there. Then the last contender I have in the West is the Suns. Um, yeah. With an offseason of drama surrounding the Suns' ownership, I feel like people were kind of forgetting how good they are. And like the last few years, they've been very good. Uh, ever since they ran train on that one chick, the Suns have been a powerhouse <laughs> in the West. DeAndre Ayton's returning this year despite not speaking with head coach Monty Williams all summer. If they can get him to buy in, uh, they should be a serious threat once again in the West. Um, yeah, they got that pussy magic. Steve Nash? Charles Barkley. Steve uh, Nash. Charles Barkley. Uh, yeah. Stoudemire. Stoudemire. I love him. Um, uh, what's his name? Marion. Sean Marion. <laughs> oh, my God. The I worst just, 2K shooter of all time. Oh, so bad. <laughs> yeah, I'd, but I'd say Steve Nash yeah. or uh, Barkley, one of the two. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, the Suns. Thoughts? Um, Do you buy them as contenders? I don't. Oh. I, I think it's going to be like the uh, – you know when the Raptors won – and then the the next year they lost Kawhi, and they're like, oh yeah, it's gonna be all good. I think it's gonna be like, yeah, they're not gonna be good. I mean, not not bad. They didn't lose anyone though. I, I think they'll be like five seed. Okay, I have them. I honestly think they're four seed. Um, and the, maybe six. Yeah, right. If, if like I they won't be in the play in tournament bad. Yeah, but like they they will be a low end playoff team. I actually have my rankings in order for this category. Okay. So you have Warriors Warriors, 1, Clippers 2, Grizzlies 3, Suns 4. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, so I think they're being good. I definitely think they're top four. I definitely think they're contender. Um, A bad take I had a while ago, which Mm -hmm. is kind of holding true now, is I told Carmen when we're freshmen in college that Chris Paul is is, uh, washed. And Chris Paul sucks. Yeah. He went on to keep playing good for next He's been the years. glue for this team. But at the same time, I think he's washed. After last year, I think I actually, I'm doubling down now. Yeah. I think Chris Paul's done. Okay. Okay. And this is last year. Could be that. And then, like, I don't know. I mean, I know Aiton's staying. And they but lost. He's not happy. Up, but he's not happy. Because he didn't choose Like, to there's going to be some drama going on there. And I just, yeah. I, I, think it, I think something's going to go wrong and the team's not going to be that good. Mm-hmm. I think definite first round bounce. I think first round bounce. I think they're gonna get a high seed in first round bounce. Yeah, yeah. But if all works out, then they should contend. Yeah, I think they're gonna get upset by the fifth seed, but mm-hmm. but they'll they'll be the four seed. Okay, they'll have home court advantage first round. But That's fair. The, but they'll lose. Um, because I I'm not bought in on Chris Paul, and like you said, 
like we uh, DeAndre Ayton didn't didn't want to be there. So yeah. if they if they don't get him in, and even if they lose game one of that series, mm-hmm. they're just gonna collapse. Yeah, yeah. Like there's no bouncing back if they lose any mm-hmm. games. Um. All right. Next, they have to call that chick again. They really do. <laughs> Chris Paul has to be a part of it. This All right, time. round two. <laughs> Chris, I know you your dick doesn't work. You're so old. Here's a pill. You gotta go first. Oh, um, yeah. We'll give you first, Chris. Just come on. You got to do this for the team. <laughs> All right. So that is our contenders moving into the play playoff locks. Mm-hmm. Um, my first team. Yeah. Uh, the Denver Nuggets. There Nikolai he is. Jokic is arguably the best player in the league. Um, after coming off his first MVP season, Joker was able to drag his, his very injured team back to the playoffs, and because of that, he secured his second most valuable player achievement. Um, I think as long as he stays with the Nuggets, which he indicated recently that he would like to finish his whole career in Denver, um, I think the Nuggets will be a regular team in the playoffs if he stays. Um, yeah. A big plus for the Nuggets this year is the return of Jamal Murray. Um, we will see if his, his addition helps Joker carry the team farther this year. Yeah, I think it definitely could. I think this is. Uh, I think this is a team. If it all pans out, they can be the four seed over the Suns, for yeah. sure. Or I think this is a team that could be the five seed and then beat the Suns. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because Jamal Murray, I think, is good. It just he hasn't played in similar year, so takes, just a little bit different. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have the same th- result. Yeah, same result, but I, I just who different, was, different just paths. who's home court. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think the Nuggets are good. Joker's the goat. Yeah, he is, man. I, I can't wait to draft him again. I can't. I, <laughs> Markeith Morris is such a pussy. Yeah, he he really is, dude. I don't know why you're all for him. He's the Heat. Nah. Uh, best uh, Nuggets player? Ooh. A lot. Rochester over there in Denver. I'm just going to say Joker. Yeah, Joker. You got uh, Mello. You got yeah. Allen Iverson. You got... Probably Mello. Uh, Matumbo. No, no, oh, no. yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to say Mello, Andy though. Bull again. I'm going to say Mello. Chauncey Billups. I'm still saying Mello. Yeah. I mean, Joker will be, but if not already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Mello, for sure. Oh, no. It's Kenneth Fareed, the manimal. Oh, yeah. The manimal, dude. Kenneth Fareed. I, Kenneth Fareed is definitely the best bass, uh, oh, God. Nuggets player of all time. I love Kenneth Fareed. I think one year I had Kenneth Fareed and Damari Carroll on my fantasy basketball team, and I just couldn't. There, I so Damari Camel, uh, Damari Carroll, Kenneth Fareed, Jay Crowder. They're okay. just, they all look the same. Yeah, they yeah. all are just long dreadlocks, like mm-hmm. same position, yeah. same style of play, and it's same like confusing. facial structure too. When you put them, in, yeah, when you put them on two K and they're yeah. in the game at the same time, it's like mm-hmm. you can't tell the difference. Yeah. Cause, cause they're so they look so similar that like the computer can't generate di- that much differences. <laughs> um, but all right, next moving on, we have uh, the Mavericks. It's gonna be a very similar thing to what I just said about Joker, but with Luca. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lucas is one of the best players in the league. I'd, I'd argue top five for sure. Yeah, top five best players in the league right now. I'd say Luca, uh, Giannis. Joker, Giannis, Joel. Joel, maybe. KD, maybe. Yeah. Steph, maybe. There's so many. It's so top-heavy. Like, But like the MVP candidates every year. Like, the top 10 players could be interchangeable for the top five. Yeah. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Look up MVP odds right now. I bet I bet Joker, Joel, and Luger are all top three. 
One second. Or Giannis. That's top four. They're the top four. Um, but I'll read the, my Mavericks blurb while you look that up. Very similar to Joker. Luka's a game changer. As long as he's on the Mavericks, they'll make the playoffs. This offseason, the Mavericks did not add anyone exceptional. In fact, they lost Jalen Brunson to New York, which is a big hit for them. I don't see the Mavericks winning this year, but as long as Luka remains healthy, I think they mm. can. Uh, you can write them into the playoff spot already. So... According to Vegas Insider, the 2023 NBA MVP odds, Luka Doncic plus 450, Embiid plus 500, Giannis plus 550, Kevin Durant plus 1,000, Joker plus 1,000. Oh. So that isn't the five I just You know who the next three are? Next four are kind of interesting, actually. Steph? Steph is plus 1,300, but there's some guy before him. Jimmy? Jason Tatum. Ooh. Plus 1,200, John Morant plus 1,400. No, Jimmy. Kawhi Leonard plus 1,800. I don't hate that Kawhi one. Is if he Jimmy stays on the healthy. list? Um, Jimmy. He's plus 4,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Zion's pretty high, too. Plus 2,000. That's not bad. I could see him being comeback player of the year. He's definitely comeback player of the year mm-hmm. already. Yeah. Look at those odds. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, we can look it up later. I'll look it up now while you're... Um, all right, the Dirk. next team. A Dirk? Yeah, Dirk, Dirk definitely. Yeah. Uh, all right, the last team in the playoff walks uh, category for the West are the Timberwolves, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Edwards is a dog. He's been getting better every season. He played, and I think... Uh, he's he's got better every season he played, and I think he'll continue to develop. The T-Wolves made, made it out of the playing game last year. And stole two games from the number two Grizzlies this offseason. They went on and traded for Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. I think that move will prove to be a good one once uh, KD, Cat, uh, and him really get out there and going. Last year, Cat developed a three point shot, which will really help. I think they'll complement each other on the offensive end, mm-hmm. and then they'll hold down the paint together on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they will be able to secure a playoff spot without dealing with a playing game. Um, two things one, KG. KG, yes. Uh, two. This is interesting. 2023 NBA Most Improved Player Odds. Uh, this is on Vegas Insider again. Number one, Tyrese Halliburton, plus 850. Okay. Number two, Anthony Edwards, plus 900. Okay. Number three, plus 1,600, Zion. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. <laughs> yeah. Because there's no comeback player, so. But most improved is comeback player. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the same thing. It's just they make it a different name. But I don't hate those. I don't hate those odds. I like those odds, and I, I might do it. Yeah, that's not a bad. Play. I might do it. I might do their twenty bucks on it. Yeah, that's not a bad move. I mean, honestly, I mean they got a revamped team a little bit. He's healthy. He looks slim now. Twenty bucks would give me like two hundred and some dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's a good payout. Dude, what if I like, and like I don't really see how, how who's Halliburton on the Pacers. Yeah, like they're not gonna care about the Pacers. Not get the limelight. No. And then who's the other one? I said. uh uh, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. He, he, he like improved. I don't know. Well, that goes on. I was talking about the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. I did say Anthony Edwards does get better each year. He does, but like you can't just like, he can't have that year last year and then you give him the award this year. You know what I mean? You give him the award last year and that's it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bet on this island. What if <laughs> yeah. what if my gambling just so bad everywhere else? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I lost again this weekend have a lot. Really? Oh, so I, I went like zero and six this weekend. Oh god, I'm so bad. We, better Stein's wagers of the week is just canceled from here on out, dude. What if, <laughs> but what if 
my preseason like awards <laughs> bets like all hit. All hit, yeah. I bet Josh Allen for MVP and Brown Robinson mm-hmm. for comeback. Maybe twenty twenty three is your year. And that's when all the we will find out all those awards. Wow. Yeah, I don't hate that. What if I just yeah. don't lose a bet again? What if it's the exact opposite? You should just throw a lot of money on it. On oh, Zion. On Zion. Try to parlay Zion and Joel Embiid. MVP for Embiid and Zion, the big guy. The big I might, guy I might bet. bet on Zion. Uh, the big guy bet. I might bet. <laughs> I honestly might bet Embiid for MVPs because. He's got snubbed so many times. Yeah, that that's true. Bears gonna have to give him one eventually. Yeah, yeah. So I think they're gonna give it to him this year. I don't hate it. The only worry is injury for both, but yeah, but I might do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe not parlay it, but still. Yeah. Pretty sweet. All right, so yeah, this is my playoff locks: uh, Nuggets, Mavericks, Timberwolves. Um. All right. All right. Then moving on to the bubble teams. First, we have the Lakers. I'm not really sure what to think of the Lakers. LeBron hasn't really slowed down uh, when he's healthy, but the last few years he's been uh, definitely struggling with staying healthy and being on the floor. Mm-hmm. On top of that, you got whatever is going on with Russ. Anthony Davis, who's never healthy. Pat Beverly is only good for one thing, and that's being annoying, and a bench that's full of nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I'd don't. I'd like to think that if everything goes perfectly, this would be a good team. I just don't see a world where that's going to happen. I think this team could be a playoff lock. I don't. I think this team could be not a chance. Yeah, actually, no. no. I, I think it's I'm closer to not actually, a chance yeah. than a playoff lock. That's why I put them in the middle. Yeah. Um, if everything goes yeah. perfectly planned, then, yeah, they'll be like a five seed maybe. But I don't think they are. Um, Russ definitely is going to be traded before the season starts. The last few days in the preseason games. It's been looking like. There's one. Bef- the pregame huddle, like they'll put their arms around each other and they have like a pump-up speech in mm-hmm. the court. Uh, Russell just sitting on the bench by himself and everyone else. <laughs> and then another thing, then another thing, that same game during a, every foul, there's times where people like kind of like, you know, when you get fouled, the guys at the line, you'll have a nice little huddle real quick to say, hey, good luck, man. And like bounce out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Pat Bev got fouled there on the line. He goes like, bring it in. AD goes, LeBron goes, whoever else is out there goes, mm-hmm. and Ross just refusing to get in there. Oh uh, yeah, it's bad. Beverly, like, goes it's probably like says, come here. Yeah, and he didn't. He it's probably it. like he knows it's happening. They've told him it's happening, but he's not. He's they're care. not coming publicly with it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's it's bad. It's real bad. Yeah, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, so Russ is not going to be there. So I'm not sure what's going to happen. Um, next we have the Pelicans. Zion Williamson finally seems happy in New Orleans. First two years with the team, he's definitely been a Rocky uh, with injuries and rumors of him not wanting to be there long term. Those rumors have finally been put to rest this last July when the team signed Williamson to a rookie max extension. Um, if Zion can stay healthy, the Pelicans will have a really good team. They'll have C.J. McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, and Giannis Valachunas in the starting lineup. This is going to be very interesting. I'd like to put them higher, but we just have to see how this roster plays together before I can put them higher. I, I agree. Um, Pelicans, uh, you, you might have to help me on this one. Chris Paul? Yeah. Anthony Davis? Pro- Anthony Davis, yeah. Uh, oh, what's his name? Pondexter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it was in Tyreek Evans? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eric Gordon? Trevor Ariza? Yeah. Um, I don't know if he was on there. Um, Amir Osik? <laughs> yeah, he's sick. Oh, man, these are such bad players. <laughs> I'm trying to think who's on the team with Chris Paul. I love how Chris Paul we've named for, like, three teams. <laughs> <laughs> the Clippers, the Hornets, and the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. But if it's just we're doing just Pelicans, Anthony Davis. Probably. Yeah, yeah. All right. 
yeah, next we have the Trailblazers. Uh, when you get a healthy Dame, the playoffs are never out of question. The rest of the Blazers uh, roster is pretty solid with Anthony Simmons, uh, Nurkic, Jeremy Grant, and newly acquired Gary Payton Jr. Um, like past Blazers team in the last decade, I think they'll make the playoffs. I just don't see them going the distance. Okay. Um, oh, who's the guy that was competing against Jordan for the Clyde, MVP? Clyde, Glide, Drexler. Yeah, that's the one, right? That's yep. that's the guy. I'd say Dame, though, honestly. Dame, Drexler, Scotty Pippen. Mm-hmm. I mean, because Clyde didn't win a title for him, right? Obviously. I mean, neither Dame. Yeah, yeah, but like neither Dame. So, I mean, I think I'd take Dame over this guy. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'd probably go Clyde, but Dame definitely is one of the better mm-hmm. Blazers. Um. Yeah, I agree. I agree with these. Yeah, they're yeah. bubble. Yeah, definitely. Um, and two more. One next, the Kings. After trading for Sabonis at the deadline last year, the Kings seem like they may have a team to watch out for in the West. I think they have a solid squad for sure, but is it enough to make a long playoff run? I'm not really sure. So they got De'Aaron Fox. They got Sabonis. They got um, Davion Mitchell on the bench. Is not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh. They have someone else decent. Harrison Barnes. Yeah. Um, Harrison Barnes. They have one of their – Buddy Heald. Mm-hmm. Like, they have someone – I don't know same. about Kings players, though, so you have to help me on this one, too. I mean, Dar- Darren Fox and uh, Sabonis, though, I think that's a really good duo where I think they'll definitely be a playing team. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think mm-hmm. they'll probably lose in a playing game, but I think they'll definitely make a playing game. Okay. Um. Then all-time Kings, Uh. probably Chris Webber. Okay. Famer, that's cool by or, me. Or – Maybe even uh, White Chocolate, Jason Williams. Okay. That's, yeah. DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, yeah. Let's go with that one. That's that's a fun one. Yeah. I mean, Chris <laughs> Webber is definitely way better than yeah. him, though. But there was a difference. Whenever DeMarcus Cousins was on the Kings, the only time DeMarcus Cousins was, like, elite. Yeah. Like, DeMarcus Cousins would have been. That was the best never of DeMarcus. Yeah. yeah. That was the best version of DeMarcus Cousins we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about, uh, who else was there? Um Oh, Isaiah Thomas was on that same team. Like, new Isaiah Thomas. Oh, like yeah, that's right. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he was on that team with DeMarcus Cousins. All right. Fun fact. Um, all right, and the last one we have in this uh, category is the Thunder. So, um, I actually had the Thunder lower and not a chance, and I bumped them up. Um, Josh Giddey and Jay are dogs. I'm just wa- waiting for them to take the big leap mm-hmm. and get the Thunders to the playoffs. Probably won't happen this year. Uh, but soon it will. Um, Chet Holmgren is a loser, but B, he's also going to be missed the whole year. It's kind of tough for them. He's pretty solid. Um, I don't think Chet – oh, I just said, I said that. I don't like Chet, but he's good, and that sucks for OKC. So I think this is a team that is going to miss the playoffs. It's just they might be flirting with it near the end of the year. Yeah, they'll flirt with it, but I, I agree. I think, um, I think just Josh Giddy and SGA are sweet, and if they had Chet, they'll be like maybe a playoff team, but I don't know yet. Uh, KD, right? KD, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but unless you're doing Supersonics, then you can say Gary Payton. Mm-hmm. But KD's better than Gary Payton, but just for yeah. that franchise. Mm-hmm. For counting Supersonics, I'd say Sean Kemp got thrown there. Gary Payton got thrown there. Okay. Russ, James Harden, Serge Ibaka, Stefalosha. <laughs> Tabo. <laughs> uh, Andre Roberson. Oh, God. Audrey Roberson is banging the chick from uh, 2K TV when she's back in the day. Rachel Demedi or whatever. Oh, okay. Good for him. Yeah. What, what a come up for, for my man, Audrey Roberson. <laughs> uh, Collison. Yeah. yeah All I right. Remember. And then let's head over to uh, the last category, not a chance. These teams definitely don't have a chance. 
Um, number one, the Rockets. The Rockets will be good eventually. Uh, they're a really good young talent. They'll have to continue to build. They're just not ready yet. Uh, Akeem Olajuwon. Yep, I'd say Akeem Olajuwon too. Um, next is Spurs. Right, This is a quote. I probably shouldn't say this, but I'll say it anyways. What the hell? Nobody here should go to Vegas with the thought of betting on us to win the championship. That was head coach Greg Popovich. <laughs> I thought the first part of the quote was you, like he, you were going to say something bad. Like I thought that was actually you talking. Um, no. <laughs> no, that, no, that's a quote from head coach Spurs head coach Greg Popovich. Once again, I read it. I probably won't shouldn't say this, but I'll say it anyways. What the hell? Nobody here go to Vegas with the thought of betting us on us to win a championship. Um, so Popovich is literally telling the media, like, yo. Tim Duncan. Yeah, Tim Duncan probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely Tim Duncan. And nothing else on the Spurs, though. Yeah, David Robinson's good, but uh. Then no. lastly, the Jazz. The Jazz yeah. traded almost everybody already, <laughs> um, and they'll continue to do so because they are starting with from scratch. Uh, they're going to have the worst record in the league, and I honestly wish I could bet on that. Uh, if I could bet on the worst team in the league at the end of the year, I would bet the Jazz. I don't even know. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, Carl Malone. That's right. John I forgot Stockton. about that team. Yeah, Stockton. Uh, Probably Carl Malone. Devin Harris. Carl Malone. Derek Favors. Al De- Jefferson. Paul Millsap. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Darren Williams. Darren Williams. Uh, oh, God. Who else? Gordon Hayward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. But, all right, that's it. I'm going to go through it one more time. Mm-hmm. Um, the Western contenders, I have the Warriors, Clippers, Grizzlies, Suns, playoff locks, I have Nuggets, Mavericks, Timberwolves, um, Bubble, I have the Lakers, Pelicans, Trailblazers, Kings, Thunder, no chance, Rockets, Spurs, Jazz. Now, I do have to say, if I had to pick the finals, I think uh, there's a couple different things you can uh, – a couple, a couple other matchups you can do. I think an interesting finals would be the Clippers versus the Heat. <laughs> um <laughs> Just, uh, John Wall versus the Heat. <laughs> wow, hot uh, take by Ryan. Yeah, I think I think they both could do it. Um, I don't know what would be a spicy one. So actually, the graphic I made, mm-hmm. I just did it. Uh, pretty much the. I agree with Clippers though. I did pretty much the contenders. Yeah, and I alternated, so it's East West, East West. Then I realized if you kind of like go across, they'd all be sick finals. So would be one. The first two would be the rematch of the Celtics Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Then it's Clippers Heat. Yeah. Then move down. It's Grizzlies Bucks. Eh, that'd be kind of sweet. I mean, it'd be it'd be a fun time. I wouldn't care who wins. Yeah, but that'd be sweet. I but think. I don't know. Then go it's not down, good. It's go, not good for a poster. Yeah. Uh, Jaw versus the Greek Freak. Yeah. Then you then down is the Lakers Knicks. <laughs> that'd be so two really bad teams in the finals. But that'd be so like lit. Then the last one, Sun Sixers. Eh. Yeah, I don't know what the spiciest one would be, but I do agree the Lake I think the Clippers will go for the West. I think, I think that's my pick for the West. Is the my pick for the West actually is the Clippers. Yeah. And th- th- the that honestly East? I don't know. that honestly don't know. was not meant to be John Wall versus the Heat because I honestly think the Heat are going to win the East. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I do like to say I saw a tweet during the finals mm-hmm. where a guy uh, predicted the, the Clippers, uh, the finals winners for the next five years. Oh, uh, and he predicted it a few years ago, and he had the Bucks right. He had 
the, the Warriors, right? Uh. Before the Bucks, who was it? The um, Lakers. Yeah, Lakers. He had that right. It started with the Lakers. Went Lakers mm-hmm. right, Bucks right, Warriors right. The next few years for the Heat, uh, the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It adds up. Let's go. All right. Let's kick it over to NFL. Heat versus Clippers, baby. Let's go. <laughs> John Wall, Miami Heat. Let's get it. And Talking dirty. All right. And let's get into the NFL. Starting off with the recap of last week. Now, I know off the pod, Ryan and I agreed. You know, we're not going to talk about Thursday Night Football coming mm-hmm. on the next week. Yeah, it sucked. It sucks. But you know what? This last Thursday Night Football, the craziest stuff happened after we were done recording. <laughs> yeah, that was... I mean, it was a shit game. It was It was probably the worst game I've ever watched in my life all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ending of that game, so it goes to overtime with a score of 9-9, nine to nine, just straight field goals all game. Then... The uh, I think the Broncos, no, the Colts receive the ball. They they go they they uh, turn over at some point, um, just on possession. Broncos get the ball. They go down. They don't get anything. Then the Colts get back the ball. Okay, the Colts go down and they kick a field goal. All right. Yeah. And then so it's twelve to nine at this point. And then the Broncos get the ball back. They have a chance to or no the the Colts went down and scored first the field goal. Then the Broncos had the chance to answer. They scored a field goal, too. So it was 12th. They had the chance to score. All right, so the Colts go down. They kick the field goal. Broncos have a good chance. They go down the field. They get to the two-yard line. All right, they're second and goal – or first and goal on the two-yard line. All right. Uh, it it turns into fourth and goal. All right. Is it, they, do they run it? They throw it? Is they throw it. All Every time? They th- No, they threw it on fourth and oh, goal. Yeah. So they threw it on fourth and goal. It was a bad pass. And – after the game, it was they showed the play again, and KJ Hamler was wide open. He could have easily just walked in with the ball. But wasn't it? A, wasn't KJ Hamler in the same position where Russ threw the pick? Yeah, yeah. So that's why he probably didn't throw <laughs> well. Number one, you think like Russell Wilson would be like, "Hey, I've been here before. We're running the ball." Mm. <laughs> um. So instead of electing to kick a field goal to continue overtime or at least settle for the tie. The Broncos elected to uh, go for it, and they just lost. <laughs> After all that, I, <laughs> I can't believe Nathaniel Hackett has a job at the NFL. Maybe Anyways, not for long. We both picked the Broncos, so we both missed that pick. But taking it over to the Sunday game, starting off with London, the Giants versus the Packers. In a shocker, the Giants win 27-22. to Uh Aaron Rodgers just couldn't get the game-winning drive together, surprisingly, and the Giants held on to win. Um, Saquon had a good game. Uh, that's it. about it. But yeah, there's London. It's more of a Packers loss than the Giants. Yeah, game, in my yeah. Opinion. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't know how the Giants are at this point. <laughs> Me either. Um, but we both had the Packers, so we both missed that point. Taking it over the one o'clock games. First up, the Lions versus the Jet or the Lions versus the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots showed up to play. The Lions did not. The Patriots won twenty nine to zero. Um, yeah, Zappy. Zappy yeah, hour. Patriots fans are already riding Zappy's dick. Zappy hour. They're already like, yeah, he's he's the guy. Get rid of Mac Jones. Like they are, they are the biggest homie hoppers <laughs> in the NFL I've ever seen. Like if somebody does good, they're like, oh yeah, get get the other guy out of here. Keep him in here. They just want win now mentality. 
Like, it's not going to work. You got to go through the rebuild. You got to do what every team had to do. Um, And the Lions, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about the Lions. I think they're still the highest scoring team in the NFL. Um, I think I still think they're even with a, a goose egg <laughs> in, in week five. They had the two forty point games. Yeah, <laughs> like they have. Um, but uh, we both had the line, so we both missed that point. Very cold start for us in Pickums. Then it goes over to the uh, Jets versus the Dolphins. Yes, sir. Um, I I do think if Bongwater played, it would have been a better shot for me to get the pick here. But you got the pick with the Jets. The Jets won forty to seventeen. Uh it, the, I've never seen a Jets game where they scored forty points in a long time. Yeah, probably since like Mark Sanchez. They they were great. They did yeah, great. it was great. Um, Brees Hall, Michael Carter, they were balling out on the ground. Zach Wilson was looking pretty good. Um, like I said, though, pretty much the big story here is Teddy Bongwater got hurt. So I don't even know this guy, but it's S. Thompson came in and played the rest of the game. Yeah, um, Skyler, Skyler Thompson. Yeah, terrible. Seems like it could be a good quarterback name, but he stinks. So, um, I think Zach Wilson, fourteen to twenty-one with two hundred ten yards. It was all the running backs though. Braxton Berrios had a rushing touchdown. Zach Wilson had a rushing touchdown too. Um, Mostert did pretty good for the Dolphins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, next up, the Bears versus the Vikings. The battle of the NFC North. Uh, the Vikings won pretty well handedly over the Bears, twenty-nine to twenty-two. Uh, we both had the Vikings, so we both got that point. Pretty expected. Just, Justin Jefferson killed it again, mm. as expected. Uh, Montgomery was back for it. Mm-hmm. Montgomery's back. Did uh, he yeah. look pretty decent? 62 yards on four. Uh, four receptions for 62 yards. Yeah. Then 12 rushes for 20 yards. Yeah. And a touchdown. Pretty good back. Um, good for fantasy, not mm-hmm. great for the game. Um, next up, Titans versus Commanders. Titans hold on to win a uh, slight comeback by the Commanders. Uh, they went 21-17. to 17. Um, Titans are back. We both had the Titans. Both got that point. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't just, I mean, Commanders aren't good. They aren't. They aren't. But Titans are back. Yeah. Titans are, Titans are pretty good. Uh, next up, the Saints versus Seahawks. Uh, Geno Smith balled out. He cooked, but it wasn't enough to overtake the Seahawks. They lost thirty-two to thirty-nine. Um, in this game, uh, I don't know. Like Geno Smith, sixteen for twenty-five. Uh, 268 yards and three touchdowns. Um, I don't know. It's just a very weird game. It's just Taysom Hill show. They just didn't have an answer for Taysom Hill running the ball mm-hmm. and quarterbacking. And he had one passing touchdown for 22 yards. Yeah. <laughs> then he had three rushing touchdowns and mm-hmm. had 112 yards. He's a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, we both had the Saints, so we both got that point. Taking over to the 49ers versus the Panthers. Panthers are done. We'll get into more of that later. But – the 49ers balled out. They won 37 to 16. 15, sorry. Yeah, whomping. Yeah, it's straight up whomping. We both had the 49ers, so we both Baker got that Baker got hurt, didn't he? Um, I, think, I think he got roughed up. I think he got roughed up a bit. Yeah, something like that. Um, oh, I did skip some games, actually. Uh, next up, the Chargers versus the Browns. Uh, it was a little bit tightly contested, but the Browns couldn't make the game-winning field goal, so they lost 30 to 28. They brownsed it. They brownsed it up. Uh, so you got that point because you took the Chargers. I took the Browns. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, the Houston. Uh, Houston, we have a spread. The Texans versus the Jags. It nulled it because the Texans won thirteen to six. So, yeah, good for the Texans. Jags. I don't know. Tough couple of weeks for the Jags. 
Yeah, Trevor Lawrence went from looking good to looking bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he keeps going back and forth, so we'll see. Wishy-washy. Uh, next up, the Buccaneers versus the Falcons. So it wasn't the whomping that I thought it'd be, but the Bucs did win 21-15. to um, I think, we, yeah, we both had the Bucs, so we both got that point. Um, how did Tom Brady do? I'm just curious. Yeah, that's a- 351, one touchdown. <sighs> Not bad. Not great for fantasy, but not bad. Um, Why? 350 yards is good for fantasy. Yeah. But one touchdown only. Uh, that's true. Um, next up, we'll just cover it real quick, get it out of the way. The Bills versus Steelers. Bills showed up, Steelers didn't. That's all that happened, dude. <laughs> it was just a trouncing. It team. didn't happen, dude. <laughs> it was a bad dream. <laughs> The Bills won by the end of the first half. Like, was, yeah, um, Josh Allen had, like, what, uh, <laughs> 300 yards in the first half? Literally one of the most ever. It was so bad. Yeah. The Bills scored uh, 31 points in the first half to our three, and then that they scored one more touchdown in the fourth quarter just to, like, you know, say, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you know, it is what it is. We both had the Bills. We both got that point. Um. Kenny, though. Kenny. Yeah, Kenny didn't look terrible. 327 passing mm-hmm. yards, one mm-hmm. interception. The interception was bad, but... Yeah, I mean, he's a rookie, you know? Yeah. There's one guy that I know from high Fight. school that I follow on Facebook, and he's, like, the most avid Kenny hater I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I, I, there's, I've seen people on Twitter like that. I'm like, bud, like, what do you, how, do you, how do you actually justify putting Mitch back in? He said, "Put Mitch in." I was like, "No, like, why would you do that?" Like, you got to Penn State. Mitch is not. I don't know. But either way, like, it's just like ridiculous. Yeah, Um, it is ridiculous. To the four o'clock games, uh, the Eagles versus the Cardinals. Uh, The Eagles held on. Uh, The Cardinals missed some field goals, and it led to an Eagles victory, twenty to seventeen. You had the Eagles, I had the Cardinals, so you got that point. Yeah, that was almost a uh, trap game for the Eagles. Yeah, it was almost a trap game. I almost had it if they could have just made their fucking field goals, but. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals covered. Mm-hmm. I actually think, uh, I, I mean, it just, the, it's just it's just because the Cardinals, they start so slow. Yeah, yeah, it's all because of D-Hop being out. Yeah, I can't wait for the day back next, this, next week. Mm-hmm. Then the last 4 o'clock game, the Cowboys versus the Rams. The Cowboys absolutely trounced the Rams 22-10. to 10. Um, The Rams stink. Screw mm-hmm. them. Um, we both had the Rams. We both lost that point. I don't know what's going on with the NFC East. It's the weirdest division to me. The Cowboys, their defense is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Their defense well, stepped up immensely. Um, it's Micah Parsons, really. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. Uh, then next up, the Sunday night football game, uh, the Bengals versus the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens ended up winning by a field goal to Justin Tucker, 19-17. to 17. Uh, we both had the Bengals. We both lost that point. Yeah. Screw them. Fuck them both, anyways. Fuck so. them both. Fuck them both. Uh, and then Monday Night Football, uh, the Raiders, they went for two, missed out, and they lost to the Chiefs 30-29. to We both had the Chiefs. We both got that point. Yep. That uh, that, that was a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, More the on Raiders later, probably. Right. We'll talk about a certain things. Yeah, 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 but the Raiders looked like a good team for once. Is the first time I've watched them. Like, wow, they're a good team. Mm-hmm. They obviously like fell off, but uh, damn. Sorry, we watched the Thursday night football game, and that was just an egregious interception. That just sucks so bad. Just batted in the air. I swear, it probably hit like the jumbotron, it and it up. comes down to the commander's hands when they're in the goal line. Like, God, that is. Oh, it hit his helmet. Oh my God. 
Oh man, that is crazy. Oh, that, that that hurts. That hurts. I mean, I blame Justin Fields for that. You can't just throw it at can't the guy's helmet. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was a bad throw. Um, yeah, sorry. Anyways, continue. Um, I, I think the Raiders actually, the first time this season, I thought, oh, the Raiders are like, playing really good. No, yeah, Josh they Jacobs. Up, they, ended up colla- they ended up collapsing, mm-hmm. but um, I think that's more of the Chiefs being good. Yeah, yeah. Else. God, the Raiders, I think, might actually. I mean, they're fraud. I still think they're fraudulent, mm-hmm. but – um, they're better than I thought they were. They're not contending for shit, but I think they can make the playoffs if they, they turn it around quick. I, I, think they, yeah. I think they can start turning around. Because mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs is looking like phenomenal these past two weeks. Yeah, he's And if bad. Devontae Adams can keep it up with Carr, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Very interesting, yeah. Um, But, yeah, that's all of week five. So you had a huge week in the pick'ems. Uh, yeah. This is about when it comes in, so... Week didn't I say like week five or six like it something yeah. will happen and it'll just be bad yeah um so you got a three point lead right now the score is forty nine to forty six yeah honestly like I'm glad the Jags lost because if they would have won you got would have got the bonus point too yeah. <laughs> I, I know like, trust fuck. me I was watching it, I was watching <laughs> yeah. it. um but anyways let's take it over to the injury report um so Cowboys linebacker Micah Parkins Parsons is expected to play against the Eagles on Sunday night after dinging himself up uh, against the Rams. Um, yeah, no, he, uh, he. I mean, he was hurt during the game. Uh, they kept showing him on the sideline, yeah, on the bike and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just so good. I hate him. Uh, then Dak Prescott. It looks like he's starting to throw a practice again, but the Cowboys are planning to start Cooper Rush against the Eagles. I don't know if that'll hold true by the time Sunday comes, but I, I mean, they're really in a predicament right now. Like, do you do you ruin the hot hand? Cooper Rush and I say you go. I think I think you ride Cooper Rush at least this week. Um, when when's the Cowboys bye week? Let's look that up. That's true. That's a good point. It might it, be after the Eagles actually. Because I'm saying if it's like next week or the week after. Yeah. I say you ride Cooper Rush until the deadline. I mean until mm-hmm. the bye. Until the bye. Then yeah. you put him back in. That's not a bad move because then people forget about it. They're like, oh yeah, that's right. Dax back now. Like the the bye is a good a good out for the Cowboys to put Dak back it's in. All, it's week nine. So, I don't know, that's kind of far. Uh, okay. It's week nine. It's kind of far. Yeah, that's tough. I don't know. If, I, <laughs> I think if Dak's ready to go 100% do mm-hmm. it, if he's ready to go 80%, keep Cooper Rush in. Yeah, I can agree. Which right now it seems like he's good to go Now, what do, what do you do if Dak stinks? Put Cooper Rush back in. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's that's where it gets dangerous, though, because, mm-hmm. like, do you, Cooper Rush is hot right now. What if you take him out and it ruins his confidence and then he put him back in? He sucks See, because they're in a weird position because – Dak, uh, like Dak, okay, he's a great quarterback. He he's paid definitely way too much in his value, I think. Yeah, I agree. And I think he's still in a place where if a team is playing better without him, he could lose his job or get traded or something. Yeah. Like, I don't think his job security is 100%. Yeah, uh, whose who's contract do you disagree with more, Dak or Kyler? Dak. Okay. Dak, 100%. Um, cause I think Kyler's good, but he does need the pieces around him. Yeah. And Dak, you put pieces around him. He's still not good. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, like he's he, athletic. He's athletic. He's, he, not he's, good. A, he's a, he's a stack guy. Dak is Russ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Before Russ now. Like, mm-hmm. Russ, when he's on the thunder by himself. Yeah. They weren't doing anything, mm-hmm. but he was putting up triple doubles and he won MVP. Yeah. Yeah. That's like Dak. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and then Tua is returning to practice, but his timeline to start again is still TBD. I had a post. I put it on Dirty J, and I took it down. I was like, that's kind of mean. Um, I saw a tweet. And I, it was 
tour turned to Dolphins practice, and it's just it's just radio. <laughs> oh man, from the movie radio. <laughs> so I, I I screenshot it and put it up on a our Instagram. I took it down. Um. <laughs> so in true spirit, after the uh, Broncos loss of the Colts, uh, Russell Wilson apparently hurt his shoulder in the loss of the Colts last week. Basically because he played so bad. Yeah. Um, they say he should be good to go for Monday night against the Chargers, though. So, great. <laughs> that uh, helps so much for them. Dude, it sucks how much prime time they're in. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Patriots running back Damian Harris is expected to miss multiple weeks with a hamstring injury. Uh, looks like uh, Stevenson's going to be the lead back for the Patriots. I tried training for him today, too. Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad move. Um then Raiders tight end Darren Waller is he exited Monday Night Football with a hamstring injury. Doesn't look like he'll play this next week, but they're on the bye, so it's okay. Um, yeah. But the week, so you got the bye week to figure it out. We'll see next week. Then Panthers quarterback Baker Mayfield is dealing with a high ankle sprain. Looks like PJ Walker is in line to start for the game. Not Darnold. Is Darnold still got hurt earlier in the season. He's yeah. Still hurt. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, so that really sucks for them. They're like, yeah, we'll just roll with Sam Darnold in case, like, we'll, in case Baker gets hurt, we'll have him. And then it's like, oh. <laughs> well, they, they're both hurt. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, the big one from the week, Seahawks running back Rashad Penny is going to be missing the remainder of the 2022 season after breaking his fibula versus the Saints. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough it's rough. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Teddy Bongwater suffered a concussion in the loss of the Jets. Um, they haven't announced if he's cleared for the next game, but – I don't know. We'll have to stay tuned for that one. With that team, you can't risk it with concussions. <laughs> right now. Spotlights on. <laughs> you can't. You can't botch two, <laughs> two yeah. concussions in the same season. That's bad. That'd be bad. That'd be very, very bad. <laughs> um, but anyways, taking it over to the headlines for the week. Uh, the leading segment: Matt Rule was officially fired by the Panthers uh, as the head coach this week. Um, the Panthers are also rumored to be selling the house by the trade deadline, including notable names like Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore. Lurs. <laughs> just jump ship on Najee. Just give him Najee for Christian McCaffrey and some picks. He says no. <laughs> dude, dude, those racist yenzers will bother that. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> give us the white boy. He runs better. <laughs> Go Stellars. Um, yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, I told you right before we recorded, I saw yeah. that the Bills mm-hmm. apparently called the Panthers about Christian McCaffrey. That would be broken. That would be <laughs> that, – that would be like – in the NBA, when David Stern blocked the trade for Chris Paul to yeah. go join Kobe in the Lakers, yeah. <laughs> that'd be like that, but worse. Goodell would <laughs> and not it. blocked. Yeah, and those be good for generations. Um, yeah, if you lose the Super Bowl and they get Christian McCaffrey on that team, like I don't know what you got to do at that point. You got to sell the team at that point. Like, if the Bills go to a fifth Super Bowl and they have <laughs> Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey that the best defense. defense in the planet, yeah. And they don't win the Super Bowl, then yeah, they just, <laughs> Buffalo just is cursed and never won a championship. And what if? Well, we'll get. I'll, I'll kind of skip ahead to this, but apparently OBJ is looking to return to, at the NFL in November ahead of the trade deadline. And it's another team he's looking. Well, at. And that's another team he's looking at because Vaughn Miller's like you know hitting up his DMs every five minutes trying to get him to play with him again. If you're OBJ, so if you go to the Super Bowl with the Bills and you have Christian McCaffrey and OBJ, including the roster you already have, holy hell! <laughs> like, if you're OBJ in that situation. Would you play for like the minimum? So I would. I mean, just sell out. You made your bunny. You made your. He's money. been co-tailing that catch his whole career, season, dude. Yeah, to sign on for the rest of the season. Yeah, for like fuck it. 
whatever the minimum is for half a season, like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, maybe. And then but, go get another ring, and then go to the Giants next off season. Yeah, and retire there. Um, but if if I'm OB, if I'm OBJ and I want to get like the most spotlight on myself and be the most productive and valued, I'd say Packers. Dude, you can't tell me him with Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be like a deadly combo. Be a deadly combo, but do you really want to live in Green Bay? True, true. He might want to go where it's nice, you know. Buffalo's not the, it's bad too. But. Yeah, yeah, but it's more about the Super Bowl there. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. an instant Super Bowl. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. Th- I think if he goes to the Packers, that could be the big jump for them too. I, mean, I think that'd be the. Be- I think that'd be really good. I think that'd be the best fit for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, I mean, because number one. It opens up Alan Lazard more, and it opens up this Christian Watson more to be more productive on the team. So, like, and then you already have Aaron Jones, you have Aaron Rodgers, and then their defense is pretty damn good. So, I don't know, man. I think they could be like a Super Bowl, a heavy Super Bowl favorite if he goes there, mm-hmm. or he can go to the Chiefs. Yeah, and then just sell out. Yeah, because there's no, they have like nobody for receiver. <laughs> yeah, but I mean they got Kelsey, so That's like, it. yeah, Kelsey OBJ. Mm-hmm. OBJ would be interesting there. That would be Juju cool. would be good again because he's not. Yeah, hard. yeah, he's be the number two guy. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, next up, so uh, Commanders Ron Vera uh, essentially throws quarterback Carson Wentz under the bus, claiming the reason for the poor f- performance for the Commanders in the NFC East is because of quarterbacking. Yeah, that's. I heard a theory from PFT. Yeah. He thinks he's trying to get fired. He's trying to get fired? To go yeah. to where? Just to not coach your commanders <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's like the one thing you don't or, do as a coach. And or go back to the Panthers because now that's yeah. open. I mean, though I agree with him, you're also in a division where Cooper Rush is the quarterback for the Cowboys and Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones is the cow- quarterback for the Giants. Like. Mm-hmm. Clearly, quarterback isn't like the reason here, but their, their defense, their offensive line, like yeah, it's Carson Wentz is I think top five for passing yards this year. Yeah, I don't blame Ron Rivera because I do think Ron Rivera is a good coach. I just think he has a very shit hand he's been dealt. Yeah, you know, and it's like, hey, do something with this. It's like, but he also kind <laughs> sorry, of, bud, he chose to do that. Yeah, he did. He knew what he's getting into, but I don't think you can like openly blame him like for the team's lack of success. So uh, they haven't. They went to the playoffs two years, right? Two years in a row. Yeah, but they don't have Chase Young. Yeah, they also don't have Chase Young this year. But yeah, but I'm saying like they didn't have that bad of success with them. Mm-hmm. They just had our shit this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, with the win over the Lions, uh, with uh, Zappy at quarterback, Bill Belichick is now five and zero with non first round quarterbacks making their first starts. That's crazy. That is crazy. Did you think I was going to say trivia? No. Okay. Yeah, because I, I was thinking, I was like, it'd be too tough. It'd be- I mean, Tom Brady, that's the only one I know. <laughs> mm. Yeah, who are the other quarterbacks? <laughs> Probably Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't even know he who coached that, He's a coach of the Browns. He was. But it might have been one of those guys, but I don't know who. Either way. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I mean, I'm looking up. Kind of circling back to the commanders. So Dan Snyder came out and stated that he has, quote, a ton of dirt, end quote, on other owner, owners and Commissioner Roger Goodell. Like, right, he's, he's essentially... Oh, Dan Snyder stuff? Yeah. Yeah, he essentially, like... What a psycho. He, he essentially just threatened the commissioner and the other owners of the NFL and said, if you prosecute me, I will blow this thing up. And I'm here for it, personally. I, I'm here for the chaos. I'm very much for it. Yeah. Um, Anything that leads to Goodell getting fired or resigning. As long as there's no Rooney stuff. 
I don't think there will be. See, that's the thing too. Like, I don't think there will be. That's why I'm kind like, of I think for it. Like, I, I, I know I think this Rooney's, might be like black and gold blood talking. But I think Rooney's at the most clean hands. Yeah, me too. I think it might be, you know, Ginzer bias, but I think the Rooney's have the cleanest hands in the NFL. I think there's. We've only heard good things about mm-hmm. every single Rooney owner from every other people in the league yeah. too. Like you at never the, hear anything bad. Like Art Rooney, this current Art Rooney is like not the best one by far, but he didn't do anything wrong. It's just he's, he's, people question how he runs a team. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing to do with like yeah. his morals or yeah, like, his like that. credibility or yeah. yeah. People just think like, oh dude, your dad did it better. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. stuff like that. But Or um, they're really good at covering it up. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of, but I don't think there is. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, Dan Rooney's considered one of the nicest owners ever. Yeah, yeah. And his dad, too. But, uh, I mean, the Rooney rule, very inclusive. There's mm-hmm. nothing racist about it. He's actually, they're the only owners who are very anti-racism. And Brian Flores. They brought him in. Yeah. So. Mike Tomlin was, like, mm-hmm. one, of the, one of, like, the youngest black coaches ever. Yeah, like, when he was hired, he was, like, one of the only ones in the league. Um, there's very few at that point too. It's like Romeo Cornell, him and uh, Lovey Smith, I think. Yeah. When Mike Tomlin was hired. Um, but anyways, that's all I got for headlines. Actually, um, anything? Oh, all, they were all uh, Patriots quarterbacks. Oh really? Yeah. So it's Bailey Zappi, Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo. Were we right there? Mm-hmm. Who else? Jacoby Brissett. Okay, that's fair. And Matt Castle. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the year Brady got hurt. Yeah. I didn't know he started at the Patriots, though. No, the started for the Patriots. I think. Oh, oh, the first starts for the Patriots. Okay, that makes sense then. Um, anyways, let's take it over to segments. Um, so guys got rushing moments. I uh, actually have four this week. So one was a carryover from Thursday Night Football, where uh, Cortland Sutton and this guy Washington went up for a big pass from Russell Wilson, and they both tried to catch it. And then when they came down to the ground, they started fighting over it. Do you remember that from the last? I do, week? I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was and hilarious. Didn't Cortland get it? Yeah, Cortland came up with it. But like, they like fought for a second. Like they're like, it was, yeah. like it was like this is the only pass he's gonna throw all day this far. Like <laughs> let's just take it. Yeah, it was funny. But uh, the majority of my other gut wrenching moments came from the London game. Mm-hmm. So Daniel Jones, uh, when he was playing in the game, his hand like got cut and was bleeding. So whenever he was going for the snaps, like his hand was bleeding and it got all over his center's ass. So then it goes to another shot later where the center's like in a little scuffle, pushing people away. And you just see a little blood stain right where his butthole is. Yeah. <laughs> it just looked real so bad. It looked like a period. <laughs> a male a menstruation. It was real bad. Um, and the other one was uh, the Giants player Holmes on the Giants sideline. He was getting an upper th- <laughs> he was getting an upper thigh massage and the angle that was recording the video made it look like the medic was just jerking him off. That's so great. <laughs> I was so behind, peek behind the curtain. I was considering doing that for the promo vid too. Yeah, <laughs> just putting the trainer like the new episode talking dirty. <laughs> then like on it, it's like what's getting me through the week <laughs> or something like that. Um, then the only other one I had was Kyler Murray's pregame fit looked like a woman's pantsuit. It did. He looked like Hillary Clinton. He did. Was that touchdown? No. Oh, oh my got god. Got stopped dude. on fourth and goal. Oh my god. On the line. Dude, these Thursday night football games are so bad. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um The Bears are marching, they need to get stopped. Dude, the over under was thirty eight point five. I would have said the under. I, <laughs> I under. was like, damn, that's really low, but like I don't know. Like I would have smashed the under. <laughs> um but yeah, that's all I have for my gut wrenching moments. 
taking it over to the grandiose gangs. All right. Number one, I got the Eagles, only undefeated team in the NFL, still undefeated. Uh, big game this week against the Cowboys. We'll see how they hold up. Uh, they should win. They should win, but I don't know. Divisional gets weird, so I don't know. Um, number two, I have the Bills. They throttled the Steelers, and the Chiefs did not throttle their team, so I put the Bills ahead of the Chiefs this week. Yeah, I think I think the Bills will be – It should be – they think they are the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. It's just the Eagles are undefeated, so you have to keep them all. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, number three, like I said, I have the Chiefs. You know, they almost lost to the Raiders, but it was a tough divisional game, so I'll give mm-hmm. them that. Um, number four, I have the Chargers. Uh, pretty good throttling of the Browns, even though they nearly lost. But um, they're starting to like come into their form pretty well. So they're starting to get back on top, and they have a loaded roster. Yeah, definitely. Number five out of the 49ers, they absolutely kicked the shit out of the Panthers and made Matt Rule get fired. Um, the 49ers with Jimmy G is leagues better than with Trey Lance to me. It just works. He just His skill set just works better. Mm-hmm. I think Trey Lance is better. Yeah. And will be a better. It just doesn't work that often. Exactly. Um, number six out of the Titans. Titans are back. They won against Commanders. They haven't won against very many good teams, but they're just – I don't know. I just think they're going to be at this point throughout the rest of the season at the sixth spot. Um, I this, I told you before, this is where I disagree. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I just think the Titans should be 10. Okay. Then move everyone up one. I, I just don't feel good about putting the 10 team above the Titans <laughs> at the same time. Uh, better record than the, they beat them already. True. They beat the Titans. Did they? I don't think yeah. they did. I'm pretty sure they beat them this year. Look that up. I don't know. Uh, number seven, I have the Ravens. Um yeah, Justin Tucker, he's the whole reason this team is this team. Uh, any close game the Ravens are in, Justin Tucker can just win it for them. Um, but, yeah, I have number seven. Week one. Really? Uh, 21-20. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, then, yeah, I, I regret by putting them there. Um, number eight, I have the Bucks. They beat the Falcons. It was uh, pretty one-sided, but... You know, like I said, the bu- the Bucks will start to get better now that Tom Brady's on his revenge tour. Mm-hmm. Number nine, I have the Cowboys. I don't know what to think about this team. They're four and one, and it's weird. Cooper, and yeah, I mean, assumingly so. When Dak comes back, they should just keep this momentum and even improve even better. So, yeah, Cowboys. Yeah, I agree. Number ten, I have the Giants again. Don't know what the fuck's going on. I think Dable's like putting something in the juice down there. Um for the Giants, but Saquon's having a killer year, probably comeback player of the year, in my uh, opinion. He has, he has to be. Yeah, I don't think I don't think your boy has a shot, even though I'm rooting for him too, Brian Robinson. I think he will. I think if he hopefully, can. hopefully. But I mean, it it'd, it'd come to a Saquon injury. I mean, no, I think it's just if he does good. True. Just the just the to say, to just say, the ethics, dude. To say you got shot. Yeah. Then yeah. by week five, you're tearing it up. Yeah. Just the Alex Smith Award. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's my grandiose gangs. So let's take it over to your uh, weenies with Wiedersteins Weenies of the Week. Yes, I would like to start off by saying, uh, making a quick announcement. Uh, I am going to give a lifetime achievement award <laughs> for Weenies of the Week to Antonio Brown. Um, I, I agree. It's with going this. to prove that he could be the weenie every single week, uh, but he's no longer on a team. I don't want to keep giving him Weenie of the Week, so I am just going to give him right now a Lifetime Achievement Award. 
Um, it's a bronze weenie. If he wants to come, pick, come pick it up from guy's house, guy, so you can crash <laughs> on the couch for a couple days. Dude, would you let Antonio Brown stay here for a couple days? I don't know. I don't know what would happen. Like, I feel like I'd come home and like my my house would be burning down. You know? Yeah, being able to say call God as it's burning down. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so funny. Um, anyway, so what he did this past week is one, his one of his baby mamas posted a shit ton about him on his story. Um, go check that out. He's just basically like, I think, I can't remember if it's him or number three on this list, but one of them, uh, okay, never mind. It, it's it's the other one, but Antonio Brown, it's a bunch of stuff, uh, that his baby mama posted and he posted, uh, he tweeted a picture of a cardinal and said, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep calling over cardinals. Oh, oh man. Like, uh, the off, Have you seen the rocket. theory that like. Maybe maybe Tom Brady inviting Antonio Brown over was the straw, straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. She was like, "You're gonna have him live here." Like, I didn't see that. He's like, yeah, Giselle just so. comes home from like her modeling career, and Antonio Brown's just sitting there like dick out on the couch. Like, hey, Giselle. Crazy. What do you think about this booming? <laughs> it's crazy he won a Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, he's such a piece of shit. He really <laughs> he's is. Such a piece of shit. So he got the Lifetime Achievement Award. All right. Uh, I like but, it. Yeah. Um, but all right. Get, getting to the actual list. Um, couple, I have a couple honorable mentions. I have two honorable mentions. All One, right. the refs. With the roughing yeah. the passer calls. We yep. didn't really mention it yet. Oh, we didn't mention that at all. There's yeah. two really bad roughing the passer calls this past weekend. One, mm-hmm. Tom Brady just got tackled, and they threw the flags roughing the passer. Yeah. yeah. And then two on Monday night, uh, Chris Jones had a strip sack on Derek Carr, and they called it back because of roughing the passer. Yeah. Did not look rough he the literally passer at all. stole the ball from him. Yeah, and <laughs> Chris Jones afterwards was like talking to me like, I don't know what to, like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, I'm 350 pounds. I'm tackling guy. I'm sorry. I can't like. Yeah. Yeah. If I land on him. Yeah. He's at tackling. the league requirement for the weight. Um, So like for Tom Brady's like, I don't, I don't like, you know, blame Tom Brady. Cause like, yeah, he's Tom Brady. He's going to try to get like any flag for him. You know, he's going to argue yeah. it. But I blame the refs for just throwing it and like caving to it. Uh, I'm blaming the refs. That's what the refs are yeah. on the weenies list, mm-hmm. not anyone else. No, yeah, I, yeah. Um, and then I mean, Patrick Mahomes got tackled worse than Tom Brady on Monday night. No flag. <laughs> yeah. uh, and how about the ref when he's calling the ref in the passer? The video of his like voice trembling, he's about to cry because <laughs> yeah. Kansas City was just booing the hell out of him. Dude, that was so funny. Did you see uh, what was it, Corderell Patterson? He like changed his fantasy or his profile pic on Twitter to the ref that made that egregious call on Tom really? Brady. And oh, what would he do? I took I took a picture of it. That's funny. I didn't see that. Actually. So he, uh, oh fuck, where was it? Here it is. So he changed his uh, Twitter handle, like his picture, to the ref. Oh no! And he just tweeted BS call. Was that when that have been against his? Oh yeah, against his team. Yeah. 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 So I, I took a screenshot of it because I thought he might like take it down and change it all. But like I was like, that's hilarious. That's so funny. <laughs> um, the other honorable mentions: Kim Kardashian. Ooh. The Rams game. They're showing all the celebrities in the crowd. Yeah. They're going like, hey, cheer, and everyone's like waving. Shows Kim Kardashian the entire place. Boo! 
the entire uh, SoFi Stadium booed the fuck out of Kim Kardashian. Oh man! Like yeah, I forget could... who the other celebrities were before, but we were like cheering for them. They're like waving to the crowd. Everyone's going nuts. They cuts to Kim and she smiles and waves, and everyone immediately starts booing. You gotta go home at that point. You have to. <laughs> you can't stay there. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, but actually, getting to the real winnings of the week, number three, I have um, Jamar Chase. Yeah, yeah. So this is something from a verified Twitter account. I saw. I read an article from it. Um, he's a good NFL reporter. Uh, is this morning? He said that his uh, his baby mom apparently posted a bunch of stuff on uh, social media about him, saying how he's a deadbeat dad. He one time called his own kid a bitch. Mm-hmm. And uh, he threatened to beat her and have his mom go over there and beat her. Yeah. So apparently Jamar Chase is just a piece of shit. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. I'm, I'm just um, going to make sure it's real. Just making sure. Just making sure it's real. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, it's, she's probably just trying to get her, like, five seconds of fame as well. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, I feel like a lot of these NFL players sometimes, like, it's like – I don't know whether it's dead beats the word, but like they just probably like don't spend a lot of time with their families. Like even like Tom Brady, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I'll just send money all the time. Like here you go, yeah, <laughs> you know, like they'll do that shit. Yeah, here it is. Tomorrow, uh, Chase baby mom with Amber Nicole asked the NFL and the Bengals to kick him out of the league for being a deadbeat dad <laughs> and having his mom come over to her house to beat her up. Could you imagine? Mr. Cole previously said Chase did not like to show. Doesn't like to show. Do you could you imagine if the NFL like kicked every deadbeat dad out of the out of the NFL? Yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> oh man, we wouldn't even have an NFL. Yeah, we would not have an NFL. <laughs> I mean, Antonio Camardi had like a million kids. He's definitely not in any of their lives. He had like thirty-one kids. He might be. I think he's married to the chick. I think he's like kid. I think he has like twenty kids. I'm not even kidding. No, he does. Yeah, yeah. He almost had as many kids as his number. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Thirty-one, that's funny. Um, all right, number two, Devontae Adams. Uh, I'm sure mm-hmm. everyone's seen this by this point. But on Monday night after the game, he's leaving the field, and a camera guy was in front of him uh, in the tunnel. Devontae Adams pushed the camera guy over, um, and then uh, he went on later and tweeted this. Hold on, I have the tweet. Oh, I didn't see the tweet. He is facing uh, misdemeanor charges. Yeah, that's what I'm saying next. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, after the game, pushes guy. He immediately goes on Twitter and goes, Sorry to the guy I pushed over after the game. Obviously, he was very frustrated at the way the game ended. And when I ran, when he ran in front of me, he's basically blaming the camera guy. As I asked, that was my reaction. Felt horrible immediately. That's not me. My apologies, man. Hope you see this. Um, that was that night. Tuesday morning, there was a report that he went and filed. Uh, Charges. He went a, a police report mm. uh, to the Kansas City Police, and now there is a possible suspension coming. Um, he is facing a misdemeanor assault charge, and yeah. Um. So on this now, not that I'm condoning what he did, but if I lost that way and I was going to the tunnel, and then some camera guy just comes up in my face trying to get my reaction, I'd be pretty pissed off too. Yeah, but like you can't do that. You can't, just push you can't the guy do that. Over. Just doing his job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't do that. But like, I'd be very mad too. Um. So yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think one game, five hundred k. Yeah. Five hundred k. Because you gotta make the. You gotta make the. Uh, yeah, it has to be something. You have to set the prince the precedent about it. But I think one game five hundred k. 
Yeah, I can definitely see that. I can definitely get down with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then my number one. So originally, I wrote Winnie of the Week on Monday morning. Yeah. And one, two, and three were all Steelers. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, I'm just. <laughs> I, should, I probably should dial it back a little one. bit. <laughs> yeah. So I combined all three into one and made number one just the Steelers. Okay. So there are three within this. In this, I think I could guess them. Good. Matt Canada. Yeah. Um. Najee? No. Ooh. Chase? No. Is it a player? One player and then one group of players. The defense. Defense. And then Deontay. Deontay drops in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so first, Matt Canada. Um, he was my number one originally. Every Steelers fan wants him gone. His offense didn't work with Ben, Mitch, or Kenny. His plan every week is run up the middle, run up the middle, throw either a dump pass or a screen pass along the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Never mm-hmm. designs plays to be thrown in the middle of the field, like actually statistically. Yeah. It's like we have like the least amount of plays in the middle of the field <laughs> for pass plays entirely. Doesn't make sense. He should be fired. Um, Steelers defense, it was a disaster Sunday without TJ. They're bottom defense for sure. Yeah. Defense, if without TJ Watt, it's not, you don't have a good defense if you have to take, if you take the best player out and you st- st- go from like top three to like bottom three. Yeah, that's crazy how bad the drop off is. Yeah, without TJ. Because I mean, the offensive, like, we don't get any pressure on the quarterback because mm-hmm. when TJ's there, he takes two guys and makes everything easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Minka has been playing good, but like, he looked so bad on Sunday. Mm-hmm. He um, had his head on a swivel. Yeah, our corners suck. Like our defense is so yeah. Bad. Like Kevin I mean, Bush sucks. Players I like on the defense a lot that are having good years: Minka, Miles Jack. I love Miles Jack. He's having a great year. He has like the uh, he's on the top ten for tackles right now. Yeah, it's sweet. And uh, Alex Highsmith. I would say Highsmith is, is also really having good. a very good career year. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, ship him. Devin Bush sucks. Hayward only plays so, like so many plays. Too. Yeah, he, he's been he sucks too when he's in there. Yeah, he's good when TJ's there. Not. Good then. Exactly. Trail Sutton didn't play this week, but he sucks anyways. Yeah. Or corners Sutton, eh. Witherspoon, eh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the corners have always been bad for the Steelers. Yeah. Our best corner in the last like ten years has been Joe Hayden or Ike Taylor. Joe Hayden for sure. <laughs> like, but like, still. Someone, I did see someone say he should call Joe Hayden. He's still out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? Why not? Um, and then uh, the last one, Deontay Deontay jo- Dropson. Um, dude, it sucks. I tweeted that Deontay Johnson more like Deontay drops and yeah. Then I like five minutes later I saw like uh, Philip Pony also tweeted. I'm like, oh, uh, copying him. Yeah. Um, Timestamp it. I know. <laughs> After having a slow start to the se- season, Deontay thought the best thing he would do is criticize the Steeler fans. Um, so we quote this quote here. Um, you see it. They're not out here, so you can say what they want to say. Y'all are watching us at the end of the day. We're going to be doing what we do and play football at the end of the day. If y'all are so good, come out here and help us. If y'all got so much to say, y'all y'all can say what y'all want. Oh, that's but a y'all bad. Y'all don't know what it's like to work with us every day. Put your blood, God. sweat, and tears in none this stuff we do. What is it with paying receivers and them just becoming the worst people ever afterwards? I know, just getting right at fans. Like, come on, like. Yeah, that's all. That's a bad take, man. That's a bad like. That's a bad look for Deontay. Very and it bad. sucks because didn't we like lock him up? Uh, yeah, we paid him eighteen million dollars a year for th- two years, two three years. years. Okay, so this like so it's this season, then two more. Yeah, that stinks. I like Deontay Johnson still. It's just whenever you suck and you drop, you can't bash the fans. Yeah, like he dropped and two, an away game. He dropped two important for first downs mm-hmm. on Sunday. 
um, against the Jets. He had that one touchdown. He didn't get his feet in. Yeah. And then he did it again this uh, this pass on the another touchdown that he just didn't get his feet in. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I like Deontay Johnson. I hope he's fine. But you can't be coming at the fans' throats for you sucking all year so far. And also like. Yeah, the fans weren't here. It's like, yeah, it was an away game in Buffalo, buddy. No, he's saying like, uh, yeah, yeah, like you're not. You do it. You get on the. Yeah, field, yeah, but it. still, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so that's my like, one. that's never gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, we're gonna call in all the Yinzer fans to come play football. Like, yeah. Oh wait, I also I forgot I have the uh, the screenshots of what the baby mod from Jamar J said. Uh, okay, so he posted text messages from Jamar. Um. This is from Jamar. You making me feel bad fucking me up in my head. Shit is killing me. Her, the fuck? Him, if I'm being completely honest, you're wrong. You messed up in Druid of what's going on. I really wish you could smoke right now. I'm appalled. What? Oh, I, w- I really wish I could smoke right now. I'm appalled. <laughs> oh, he, he's admitting Incoming drug test for Jamar Chase. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> then he also then she also posted at the uh, whatever... Um, get this abuser Jamar out of the league. I'm tired of this abuser and deadbeat abusing me and threatening me. Calling your own child a bitch and having your mom threaten to come to my house. You cannot call yourself a man. You're a fact, a horrible person. That's what she tweeted out and like tagged like the bank. So there's no evidence of abuse at the moment. It's her claiming it and then text messages him like being like, what the fuck? So just playing devil's so advocate. That's probably why it's not like that big of a news right now. Because yeah. like it's it's just like what she says mm-hmm. right now. Just playing devil's advocate. What if she was like one of those girls that like, you know, he's at LSU. She hooked up with them, probably said, you know, oh yeah, I'm on the pill. Mm-hmm. And then boom wasn't on the pill. Well, she's an boom, IG model. Baby. Huh? She's an IG model. <laughs> well, she I mean it still could happen, yeah, but yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No. But still like I could see it being like that. Yeah, I could know. too. But all right, all right. Yeah, so that's my three. All right, let's take it over to the week six pickums. Pickums, 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 pickums. All right, so uh, Thursday night football, as we said, are going on. We both picked the Commanders. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not looking great, but it's also zero zero. This game's awful. We're in, we have four minutes, less than four minutes left in the second and the half, and it's zero zero. Um, this is a disaster. Yeah, like wasn't the Chiefs and Chargers game not even good either? Like, it was, no. like, okay. That's when a Herbert got hurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really low scoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like, what's going on? Yeah. Thursday night sucks. Amazon was like, yeah, we got Thursday night football. Dude, Steelers, Let's go. Steelers-Browns are probably the most exciting so far. Yeah, actually. Scoring. You got yeah. the Pickens catch. It mm-hmm. was a close game. Yeah, right yeah you're right. That's definitely the best game so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but, all right. Uh, so, that we have that one locked up. Next, uh, on Sunday, there's no London game, so we're going straight to 1 o'clock. First, we have the Vikings in Miami versus the Dolphins. Ooh. The Vikings are three-point favorites. Yeah, I'm going with the Vikings only because I don't know who's quarterbacking this team. I don't think to his practice, he's not going to He's not going to. Yeah, so Vikings? Yes, correct. Okay. I think the line's going to move a lot more by Sunday. Yeah. When two officially gets rolled out. True, it's, true, it's yeah. Gonna fl- it's going to flip to, like, minus – Five and a half, six. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we have the Patriots versus the Browns in Cleveland. The Browns are three-point favorites. The who? The Browns. Versus? The Pats. Pats. Bailey's oh, happy. Right. I don't know. I don't know what to think. It's in Cleveland. In Cleveland. Yeah. I think the Browns should win. But I'm kinda... Yeah, like I, feel like, the, like I feel like the Browns can't drop this many. 
in mm-hmm. a row. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like the Patriots, I also feel like they can't win this many in a row with Bailey Zappi. I agree. Or look this good with Bailey Zappi. Yeah, I think the pa- I think the they Browns didn't lose are gonna the win. overtime game to the Packers. I think the Browns are going to win. Yeah, but and but it's also Belichick revenge. I'm going Browns. Belichick revenge game in Cleveland. Though I can he's see been playing the Browns. It's not revenge at this point. Yeah, but he beats him every time. Does he? What's his record? Do we know? I'm, I'm, just, I'm just guessing. Let me look that up. I'm just. I'm guessing. going Browns though. I'm going Browns too. Uh, next, we have the 49ers in Atlanta versus the Crackheads. The 49ers are five and a half point favorites. Um, 49ers. 49ers. Oh, 49ers, yeah. I mean, I'm not taking the crackheads in this game. I don't know. All right, I'll go 49ers, too. Give me 49ers. I don't know the crackheads. Let down spot. Are you trying to talk me into this? No, I'm talk- trying to talk myself out of it. You're going to the Falcons? I'm going for it. Yeah, you can't do that, dude. Relax. <laughs> Next, we have the Bungles in New Orleans versus the Saints. Ooh. Uh, Bungles. The Bungles are two-point favorites. I'm going Bengals. I'm going Bengals. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the Bengals, but I think they'll figure it out soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, next, we have the Ravens in New York versus the Giants. The Ravens are five and a half point favorites. If the Giants win this, I'm a hun- I'm getting a Dayball shirt or something. Like <laughs> this is crazy. Um, Ravens should win. Yeah, I'm gonna go Ravens. I'm picking all the boring picks right now. I mean, yeah, these aren't really you know. Mm-hmm. All right, next we have the Jets in Green Bay versus the Packers. Packers are seven and a half point favorites. Packers. Packers, but I think the Jets are going to cover. Next, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars in Indianapolis versus the Colts. The Colts are two-point favorites. I'm going Jags. You're going Jags? Dude, I personally the Jags beating the Colts like six out of the last at six, seven At Jacksonville. Times. Yeah, it's only at Jacksonville, though. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm going to go Colts. Yeah. I'm still going Jaguars. I'm still okay. going Jaguars. Because that, that's the thing is they've been splitting, mm-hmm. but they've consistently lost in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jag- I think I think the Colts are, are bad. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars we're gonna you know we're gonna round out to like okay like the Jaguars they're good not like they're not gonna be great yet mm-hmm. but like they're getting they're improving upon what they were last year. Yeah, I agree. Uh, in the last one o'clock game, we have the Buccaneers in Pittsburgh versus the Stellars. The Buccaneers are eight-point favorites. I mean, Bucks. <laughs> D- don't, don't do it. All right, put me on the Colts. <laughs> but I'm put me on the Steelers. Colts and Steelers. Colts are and you Steelers. Sure? Colts and Steelers. Okay. Colts and Steelers. Okay. Okay. Um, we just had the worst game I think I've ever witnessed in my life. Yeah. Um. We're gonna bounce back. Kenny's. I first, think we'll cover first start in Heinz Field. Yeah. Um. Tom Brady hasn't looked that great, so I think our defense who's playing bad is not gonna look that bad. Their defense is really good. That's the only X factor that why we. I don't think we're actually gonna win. Do you want to hear Tom Brady's deep record down versus me, Steelers? I don't care about Tom Brady. <laughs> That's when Tom Brady was with the Patriots. True. True. It's Belichick's record versus the Steelers. Okay. okay. Not Tom Brady's. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> this is a letdown spot for the Bucks. This is a game they should win. All right. I and mean, I, I don't hate the pick. I, I'm going Steelers. I don't hate the pick. I think they can cover. I just don't think they went out right. I think they went out right. All right. Um, <laughs> How mad are you going to be if the Jags win and the Bucks win? I'm not mad. <laughs> we'll have to check the Colts. Yeah, yeah, So if the Jags win, you had the Jags before. Uh, yeah, and then the Bucks that. win. Yeah, I don't care, though. Yeah. Um, next, at 4 o'clock games, we have Cardinals and Seahawks. Uh, the C, uh, Cardinals are two-and-a-half-point favorites. These are 4 o'clock games. Yeah. Um, Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, the Seahawks, I'm not picking the Seahawks. I just want to. They're like the new crack team for me. Geno Smith. Geno Smith Seahawks, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to take the Cardinals. I mean, it's too. a letdown spot for the Cardinals where they might lose yeah. or they shouldn't, but like. But I could also I see know. it being like one where they lose and it's like, well, you know, hops, D hops back next week. So mm-hmm. it's whatever, you know. Move on. Yeah. But yeah, I'll go Cardinals. Yeah, I agree. Um, next, we have Panthers in LA versus the Rams. The Rams are 10 point <sighs> favorites. I think the I I think the Panthers cover here. I don't think. Well, okay. You think like full bounce back game for the, the Rams? The the, Tex, the Texans are on bot. Do we do the Panthers in place? Wow. I, I, do we do Houston spread in Carolina? Okay, I'm down. It's because Houston's Houston's on what, bot. Do so we, we call it one. something different? I don't know. Do Houston we have a Panther spread? <laughs> Um, Sir Purs parlay. <laughs> I don't know. Sir Purs spread. I think it's me to pick, right? Did you do it last week? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, set it. So we're saying Rams, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I like their spread. I'm going at ten. Oh, I'll take 10. I'll take under. Yeah. I mean, Panthers are so bad. They I think PJ, they are, but like the PJ Walker starting. I I just think the Rams are bad too. Rams are leaps above the Panthers. They are, yeah, but I just I think I don't think it's like that many leaps. I think Rams are middle of the road and Panthers are bad. Yeah, I get that. Rams defense is one of the best defenses. It is, yeah. It'll be low scoring against a third string quarterback. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like seventeen to ten. Rams. Yeah, I can see that. Seventeen to ten Rams is what I'm envisioning. I'm thinking 17 7. 17 3. 17 3. 17 3 Rams. Okay. I, I think PJ gets like a frisky one in there, you know? Christian McCaffrey's their only hip on offense. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, all right. 425. We have the Bills at Kansas City versus the Chiefs. Game of the week. The Bills are favored by two and a half points. That's criminal. I'm going in Chiefs. Kansas City. I'm going Chiefs. So I'm going to go Chiefs too because the Bills are one in three versus Chiefs since Doug McDermott took over. Really? Damn. Damn. I was hoping you get Bills. I'll go Bills. Fuck it. Give me no, Bills. don't do that. No, give, me bills. No, give, me no bills. Pity, give me Bills. No give me Bills. Picks. Give me Bills. Give me Bills. No pity picks. He's due. He's due. He's due. Sean McDermott's due. He's due. He's one in three. He's about to be two and three after. You know what I'm going to hate about this week? I'm going to win. You're going to win, and I've talked you into like two of these. <laughs> no, I mean, I just had Chiefs ahead of time, picked ahead of time, but like, yeah. If you're going to Chiefs, I'll definitely go Bills. Yeah, 
I, I just feel like it's one that we can differentiate on. And the Chiefs have the Bills number for a while. The Bills are due. They are due. They, they are do. due. And they do have the better team now. Mm-hmm. So, um, All right. Sunday night, we have the NFC Beast, Cowboys versus Eagles in Philly. The Eagles are six-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm definitely going to the Eagles. I'm riding the train. I think this. Is a, I think this could be a letdown spot for the Eagles. I think it could be too. But I think the Eagles right now are so so good, and they're home against the rivals on Sunday night. I just think that place is going to be electric. I'm going to Cowboys. Okay. Is Cowboys home? No, Eagles are home. I'm going Eagles. That's that was like my reasoning. I just said a second ago. Were you not paying attention to me? I was thinking. I was thinking. But. But, but. All right, you went back on the Colts because I know my. I was thinking, what's Monday Night Football? Because I was thinking if we we're going to differentiate there. But then I was like, well, wait, are they home? Um, I was Mon- thinking about Monday Night Football's matchup while you were talking. Okay, well, That's Monday Night Football, we have the Broncos versus the Chargers. Which Chargers in L.A. Chargers are four and a half point favorites, and I'm going Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. Because I was thinking, like, if we're going to differentiate in Monday Night Football. Maybe I'll go Cowboys here because I could see it being like a trap game like but that. We're not different. But then they Monday were. Then I was like, wait, are the, are the Cowboys home? Because then I'll be really interested in doing that. But that's where I didn't listen. Okay. It's that's, okay. That's what transpired. It's okay. You're forgiven. All right. Um, forgiven for ignoring. So yeah, you're up three points, forty-nine to forty-six. That's week six. We only have three differences, right? Uh yeah. You got the Steelers. I got the Bucks. You got the Rams. More than ten point win. I have the Rams. Less than ten point win. You have the Bills. I have the Chiefs. That's nothing. I'm about six nothing. Six. I'm about six I'm points. So mad. Steelers are gonna win. Gonna so and the curse is gonna be back on. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'll be fine if the curse is back on. Actually, because I don't think that I could. We're gonna win next week too. <laughs> oh, God. Next week's Dolphins. We play the Eagles at some point, don't we? we Eagles are week half. <laughs> it's Bucks, Dolphins, Eagles. Oh bye. no. I. I'll put a future friendly on the Steelers upset the Eagles. Yeah, I think we are. I would think we will too, though. <laughs> I think we're gonna. Like, I, think, I think we're about to. I think we're about to rattle off three straight. Especially games. if we lose to the Dolphins with Tua coming back and the Bucks going into the bye, coming out of the bye, and then Eagles. I think what, dude? What this might be into me? Wolfie's got a three game run. <laughs> we beat, upset the Bucks, upset the Dolphins, upset the Eagles, and then everybody's like, "Oh my God, the Steelers are actually good." What's then going by, on? Then T.J. Watt comes back. Oh God, yeah, yeah. All That's right, insane. let's All take right. it over to pop culture. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Pizarro's going to the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the General's Palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, "Boom! You looking for this?" All right, and let's take it over to some pop culture. You. Leading off with movies, um, I didn't know where to put this because it's kind of like a special, but Werewolf by Night dropped this past weekend on Friday. Uh, we both got a chance to watch it, and uh, I think personally this is one of the best things the MCU's done in Phase 4. Um, That's very interesting. I like it a lot. Phase 4, when did it start? Uh, with actually No Way Home. It's like No Way Home. This is Phase 5. Is this Phase Five? I think it, I think it ended with. Um, I thought Black Panther was ending it. Oh, uh, maybe. I thought it ended with Multiverse of Madness. No, I think that was the old script. But I think it goes No Way Home, Loki, maybe Moonlight, and this. No Way Home is the best, but this is really good. And then Shang Chi. Shang Chi's last on your list. No, no, no. Then Shang Chi next. Oh. 
I really enjoyed this though. Shang Chi's great. No, I like this a lot. I like the stylistic choices they had with it, with mm-hmm. like uh, making it black and white, like a nineteen forties, except for like the gem and the blood. Monster. Yeah, all the red mm-hmm. is sticking out. And then I love the ending with the somewhere over the rainbow playing and they all go in color because <laughs> yeah. it's like Wizard of Oz is literally the first movie to go color. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. kind of did it like that. Um, Man Thing is sick. Man Thing was cool. I love how they did the uh, power he had with the fire. Because, mm-hmm. like, in the comic, I guess it said, uh, like, Eddie, like, uh, it, something along the lines of, like, anything he touches becomes fire. And they, like, just did that for this power. Because, like, they never had that power in the comics. Yeah. So it was kind of cool how they did that. Um, it, it was, like, I don't know. I, I just really enjoyed it. Um, like the werewolf, the whole werewolf aspect, and the hunters. I think the only thing that would have really made it like holy shit is if they had Blade in it. Yeah, as one I, of the hunters. I was expecting Blade to be in it. Yeah, um, yeah. Like just a little thing. But it was kind of nice to like diverge from you know the standard tropes. I think. Uh, look, at the, look at the TV. It's saying, it's, it's saying earlier today. <laughs> um. Anyways, but uh, I think that. This is something that Marvel needs to do more of. Mm-hmm. TV movies or specials, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think it's the best, like, I mean, we'll kind of, like, you know, talk about it later with She-Hulk. But, like, I think, like, a show like that could have been better serviced as a TV movie kind of yeah. thing. Like how they did this Werewolf by Night. Um, yeah. Hope we see more of them. Yeah, I, I mean, I once again, I, I I'm I really not expecting to see more of them, but I think we might get, like. Oh, he's going to be. He's you think he's going to be in it more? Yeah, he's. So in the comics, he's a part of a big team. Yeah, the Midnight Suns with uh, Blade and all. Blade, that. Moon Black Knight, Knight. Uh, Black Knight. Okay. Um and uh, ooh, who else? I had one on my tongue. Uh, oh, Ghost Rider. Uh, okay. Okay. And that, that's a, and Doctor Strange is like the leader of the team. Okay. But they probably wouldn't go Doctor Strange. Yeah, they probably wouldn't go. With but that. I, I liked his like the combat and stuff with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was very like scary, but not like you know freaky scary. It was more like you know jump scary kind of thing. I like how they they stuck with the stylistic of it being like a nineteen fifties black and white movie mm-hmm. where they cut away when the monster transforming. Yeah, they do it. Yeah, like, they could definitely do it. They just did it to make it more stylistic. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a ton of gore. Like yeah. I don't know how they got away with it. Probably because it was black and white. Because it's black and white. That's what it, that's, that's uh, crazy. breakdown. I saw that's the greatest thing we saw in MCU so far because it's black and white. They can get away with it. That's such a dumb role. I know. That is such a dumb role. <laughs> um, yeah, I highly recommend checking it out, I though. I also fucking chopped off that dude's hand and shot him with the air mm-hmm. thing with him, then held him as he's dying. The guy took a fucking uh, spear to the head yeah. or an axe or whatever. It was like whatever that, a halberd. A halberd? Is that what it's called? What? It's like a spear with an axe at the end yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying uh, to dip into my like fire emblem weaponry. Yeah, man, thing melted that dude's fucking head off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, love how like man thing's name was Ted. Like that was just funny. Well, that's in the comics. Oh, it is. His uh, in the comics, he's a scientist named Ted something. Oh, he gets transformed, and in. he takes an experimental super soldier serum thing. Oh, and then a battery action happens while he's in the Florida's Everglades. Oh, so he gets he absorbs the swamp and becomes a man thing. Okay. Okay, I fuck with that. It's like Dr. Ted something. Okay. Um, highly recommend checking that out, though, on Disney+. Plus. Anything else from that, though? No, it's great. All right. Next up, uh, director Ryan Coogler uh, confirmed there will be a time jump in the Black Panther 2 movie. It's, looks like it's going to be following the funeral scenes for T'Challa. Um, it's going to be a year after. 
So, like, the main events of the movie are going to take place a year after the funeral sequence, which we'll get in the beginning of the movie. Personally, so a year without the trawler. Yeah. Which, personally, I think is a great way, and it makes a lot of sense, just passing over, like, the grieving period for everybody. I agree. And giving time to set up the future for what's to come with the plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it gives a chance where, like, like when we saw Black Panther, he's newly Black Panther. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, we're still assuming Shuri. Shuri. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to see like another origin of like okay, I just got the got it, let's go. Yeah, give it a year of her experience and you jump right back. Mm-hmm. Like, All right, well here's an experienced Black Panther. Yeah, deal yeah. With this. So I think that's a good idea. I'm glad for that. But on some bad news for the MCU, um, Blade ended up losing its director. They parted ways. So it looks like a lot of MCU projects are getting delayed. Blade being the main one there, getting back pushed back from 2023 to 2024. And Deadpool getting delayed two months to November of 2024. Oof. Yeah, big oof there. So they oof. just did this big reveal for Wolverine, and then they're like, ah, we're waiting two months. Because there's probably going to be some big reveal in the Blade movie that's going to set up X-Men, maybe, in a way. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Ron Reynolds was in Blade, a Blade movie. Yeah. It'd be funny fourth wall break. Yeah, that would be funny, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's how they introduced Deadpool. Mm-hmm. But that's all I had for MCU. Um, other movies. So Sydney Sweeney is going to be starring in a reboot of the Barbarella movie. I don't know what that is, but it, it's like it. yeah, yeah, it's like a s- sexy superheroine. Um, Hollywood gets a bonk for that one because <laughs> it's just like, all right, guys, you know what you're doing. Like you're just selling sex at this point. Yeah, I mean it sells. Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Angela Lansbury, R.I.P. Um, she started Murder She Wrote. She was also the Tea Kettle from Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. uh, passed away, I think, 96? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 80 years in the media she had. Crazy. Um, but yeah, RIP to a real one. I love Murder, She Wrote. Like, anytime I was over at my grandma's house, she would always have that on. And it was, like, actually a good show. Like, I fucked yeah. with it. Um, anything for movies, though, you want to toss in? That's all I had. Oh, uh, no, that's it. All right. Take it over to TV. Um, kick it off with the big one, House of Dragon. The episode eight, highest rated episode on IMDb and everything, pretty much. I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't see it? You did this to me last week. I did this every week. This episode it works every week. So this episode, it definitely. I think it got a little bit overhyped based off the reviews and everything. I think it was still a great episode, probably one of the better in the season. I think it's the best so far. It it probably is the best. I thought I expected a little bit more, but I'm still happy with what I watched. Um, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, the whole thing with the dragon eggs being in like its own shell, with Damon going into like that crevice. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I didn't, that's kind of a weird way for dragon eggs to be hatched. They're yeah. in this cocoon that you have to like fish out. That is weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's very weird. Mm-hmm. Um. And then just like seeing, you know, Viserys. I mean, it's just really the Viserys episode. Yeah, I mean, you see him with his family. Mm-hmm. That is a really cool scene. Yeah, the whole like family gathering one last the time. dinner. Yeah, yeah, that was a really interesting scene. Yeah, before dinner though, even like the whole scene with uh, they were challenging the uh, validity of Rhaenyra's children. That was, that was amazing. That was amazing. Where uh, the Valerian guy, he challenges it, calls him bastards like because he wants the seat. Like yeah, something like that. 
and you just have Otto Hightower sitting on the Iron Throne, like calling the shots. You think it's going to go in favor of Team Green, and then boom, King Valerian, first of his name, Viserys. King of the And Viserys Targaryen, first of his name, King of the Andals, comes in through the door with his gold mask, hobbles down the hallway uh, of the the throne room, crawls up to the throne, looks over at Otto Hightower, says, "I'll be on the throne today." That was sweet. Then, like, Damon, Damon Targaryen comes over, helps him up a little bit. That was a nice that was sequence, a really cool too. Scene, yeah. Um, I think that was, um, I heard that was uh, not Improv, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just like Matt Smith that just went, jumped in and helped, and they're like, oh, that'd be cool if Damon helps him. Yeah, so, yeah. So they added it. Um, yeah, and then even, like, lifts his crown that he drops and, like, puts it on his head. Um, so then you have that whole sequence. Then he's like, yeah, why are we even here? Like, what's the point of this? And then... That's when the Valerian guy comes in and says, these kids are bastards. And she's a whore. She's a whore. And then he's like, I'll have your tongue for that. And then Damon just chops his head off instantly. Right down the through the, right through th- the middle. Right through the, the slit of his jawline. It's just so sick. And he's like, nah, that'll be fine. He can keep it. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. And then like Otto Hightower's like, get him. And it's like, no, nah, relax. Like, it's all good. It's all good. Just cut a guy's head off nonchalantly. Yeah, he, he's cool. He's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, also like Damon challenging him, like, say it, yeah. <laughs> God, say it, yeah, that, that whole scene is sealing his fate. Um, yeah. And then you get the whole dinner sequence, you know, Viserys finally gets to see his, uh, you know, family together one last time, but all like the little subtle things was just like so tense. Um, with the, with Amon being served the pig and then yeah. like, uh, Luke and, uh, Jace laughing about it. And then uh, Eamon stands up. He's like, these two strong boys. Like <laughs> That was a great burn. Great burn. Great burn. <laughs> good burn. Good burn. Um, but yeah, and then it almost seemed like Allison and Rainier were cool with each other. And then you go to Viserys' deathbed and, yeah, you know, he's like, oh, Aemon, or Aegon needs to be king. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, okay. And now it's going to be like a whole misinterpretation, dramatic irony. Because he thought Allison was mm-hmm. Rhaenyra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that is kind of frustrating, mm-hmm. but it's good writing. Yeah. Um, also, the CGI with his face when he took the mask off, that was great. Yeah, I, it honestly looked practical. It yeah. Looked like they really they removed Patty, <laughs> whatever his I eye. I didn't take your eye out. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if you saw this, but George R. R. Martin came out and told Patty, whatever his name, the real actor's name, mm-hmm. that your Viserys, is be- your Viserys is better than my Viserys. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw he a couple people it. saying he should win an Emmy. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. That episode was sick, though. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was essentially like the sending off of Viserys, and now we're getting into the... It's the last episode. The, uh, the second to last. There's two more episodes. It's a pet old thing. Yeah, we're getting into the nitty-gritty of the Dance of Dragons and stuff like that, and I swear to God, if we get in the next episode, this one, the the dragon fight. Mm-hmm. It'd be sweet. be sweet. Be so sweet. sick. Um... But I'm excited. Anything else from this episode, though? I don't think there's much else. Um, well, Renera's boys are marrying Damon's girls. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's they're betrothed. Mm-hmm. To get smart play. Yeah, smart play because now it sets up that, and then that led that, what's, that gives validity to this younger son to take over. The, exactly. The yeah, it's, it like fixes what Renera fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was uh so what are you on team green or team black? Black. Yeah. So Sid so Sid 
is Tal Rene, which, which for those who don't Sid know, Team Green me. is Team Allison. Team yeah. Black is Team Rhaenyra. Um, Sid was telling me he's Team Green, and I was like, how? He was like, they're just better. They're just more deserving of the throne. It's like, yeah, but like in this world, a named heir is a named heir. That's all that matters. Yeah, and, like, and yeah, she cheated on her husband and had a bastard kids. Mm-hmm. It's because her husband's fucking who hasn't gay. done that before. He's gay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, and he can't fucking. He couldn't have kids, so that she's being a good person. But like, <laughs> okay, well, it's not outing you as gay, and we'll just do this. <laughs> but me and Sid, we're talking like, <laughs> it, like, how do you not just stick it to her to have kids like twice, once or twice? Like, you know, like, come on, like, do it for the team, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah. have to. Like, come on. Even like you know, you have a guy fluff him up or something like that, and then oh, like, yeah. all right, finish the deed in her. Then boom, good to go. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> like, how do you not make that work? I don't know. I know. Like, it's for the it's for the throne. It's for like the kingdom. Like just if, do if it. the oldest son was legit, the ones under weren't. Mm-hmm. I don't think there'd be that much of a discussion. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. Um, anything else from this episode though? Nope. It's good. All right, taking it over to Andor, episode six of season one. As expected, this one was the baller one because the last two sucked. They're doing every three episodes. It's going to be great. Um, the whole heist, the steal from the Empire, uh, the whole effects for the light show, whatever the hell that was. Amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, so I had a tough time paying attention to the heist, weird enough. It was. I liked it. Yeah, I. I liked it. it just, I, yeah, I, I thought it was a little all over the place. It was a little bit it, all over the place. I, I had a tough time keeping up with everything. Um, but at the end of the day, I still thought it was pretty good, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, like that, just like the light storm display, or whatever it is, mm. was so, like a beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, we called it though. The guy, the little kid, the younger guy died, mm-hmm. and that's gonna probably his manifesto is probably gonna lead Cassian to doing more rebel rebel stuff. Yeah, I agree. Um, that whole sequence though, after the whole heist, like where the uh, what was his name, Nev- Nelik or something like that. Nevelick, I don't know the creepy like crackhead looking dude. Uh, something that he, he tried to turn on him. Something with an S, did it? Yeah. Skeet. Yeah. Something. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 He tried to. He essentially like tried to recruit Cassian to turn on everybody, mm-hmm. and Cassian was like, "I just got to shoot this guy now. Well, Otherwise, he's gonna turn on everybody." He also said something that is a callback in a mm-hmm. way. Uh, it is. He said, um, "The." Episode prior, he talked about how his, his brother, the Empire, Empire took his brother or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why he fights. This episode, Andor says something like, what about your brother? And he says, I don't have a brother. Yeah. yeah. He, he like, slipped lied. up. He slipped up and said he didn't have a brother. Mm-hmm. So Andor immediately knew he couldn't trust him, so that's why he shot him. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, he was lying about everything. Uh, justifiable. Justifiable killing there. But the only thing is, like, no one's going to believe him. No one does. But it was, like, the only opportunity to kill him. At well, the same there's, only, time. there's only Vel left. Yeah. And maybe Sintra. I think she's probably, I think she probably got out. Yeah, I think she got out, too. But everything else died. But, yeah, the, yeah, the, the lieutenant, the former stormtrooper died. Right before they got on the ship. Right before the they leave. got on the ship. The the a, statistician kid died at the on the operating table. Yeah. And then Skeet got shot. The, but what about the uh, guy who's the officer for the Empire? He's probably going to get hanged for his treason to the Empire. Yeah, so he's still there, right? Yeah, I he think he's caught, though. Yeah. Or him and Sintra is a thing, like, getting out of there. That's yeah. going to be, like, another story. Those two are so. up in the air still. Mm-hmm. Um, Diego Luna, the actor who plays Cassian, said we're going to get a time jump pretty soon. I don't know what it is with time jumps recently, but... Yeah, I so I guess we're getting one, um, which will probably set us up closer to the events of Rogue One 
and they'll probably lead right into that. Mm-hmm. If we get K2SO, I'm happy. K2SO would be sweet. I'd be so happy if we get him. Yeah, um, I would too. That's everything I have for the episode, though. That it for you? Yeah? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, if there's anything else I want to add, but I like it a lot. All right. And let's take it up to the uh, She-Hulk finale, episode nine. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts? I told you after mm-hmm. I watched it. Yeah. Um, I think this is an episode that people are going to shit on. Mm-hmm. But I think it's my favorite. I don't know if it's my favorite. I liked it, but a lot. I did. It was easily my third favorite. I think I still liked eight and four better. Mm-hmm. But I think it was a very good closing to the series. Yeah, I thought it was very funny. Mm-hmm. I thought the breaking of the fourth wall was fantastic. Um, yeah, the point where she like goes through Disney Plus into our world. Yeah, says, let me see Kevin. Let me talk to Kevin. It's an AI. Yeah, robot so, like Kevin. So I thought something was weird because I watched subtitles. I don't know if you do too. I do too. And Kevin was yeah. Kevin out. was like uh, they had the acronym for Kevin and not yeah. just say like Kevin his name. Um, I, I knew it. Ahead so of that's how I, I was like something's up with Kevin. Like I wish it was Kevin Feige that too. Mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, is that true? Do you think what there's actually a robot controlling the MCU? Yeah, Feige's just a scapegoat. Feige's just the creator of the <laughs> AI. Of the AI device, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I thought it was great. I thought it was very funny whenever things are going off the rails when they're at the lodge. Mm-hmm. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah, what? Like, he's all turns now? into like, like a Hulk. Yeah. And then uh, Bruce comes flying through the wall and is like, hey, get off my cousin. Starts fighting the abomination again. Mm-hmm. And yeah. All that stuff's going on. I thought that's hilarious. Uh, uh, what's your name? Cams were flying into. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Titania. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I just thought it was so funny. So I think, I think it would have been better if she still resolved the problem herself. Like after, like it's like okay, let's botch everything that just took place, and then like let's solve it. Because when she came back, it was like everything was solved. Yeah, you know, like the cops were there arresting yeah. Todd. And I was like, I kind of wish like she went back and like it was like I don't know maybe before back, this... back into that part where she's everything's yeah. going crazy and she goes, "Stop! You stop being a hog!" And he shrinks back mm-hmm. down. Uh, Bruce, get off of him. He's fine. He mills fine. Yeah, yeah. He, like she, she like controls the room. Yeah, maybe but, something like that. That'd a be little cool. Bit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I and love... She just kind of popped in and everything was saved. And I was like, all right. I mean, okay. Yeah, there's a few other things too. I like a lot. I like the beginning. Yeah, when they did the old school Hulk show, mm-hmm. like intro, yeah, I thought that was very good. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and then Daredevil comes back at the end, like way too late. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. all right, chill. <laughs> and then the, the dude, the she was throwing in like the like, yeah, I'm banging Daredevil a lot. Like she was throwing that in well, every I saw chance the, she got. <laughs> I saw the one clip before I watched the episode this morning. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what reminded me to watch it. Yeah, was yeah, I smashed. I'm. She Hulk, I sm- I She Hulk smash, I smash fourth wall, I smash Matt Murdock. Yeah, like, like yeah. that. That was that was very funny. Mm-hmm. No, like, it was all funny, but it was like you're really like fluffing this one up. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then the barbecue at the end. Yeah, uh, Matt Murdock's there with the family, basically doing <laughs> the uh, the aunt asking questions: How much money did you make? Are you screwed up poor? All that stuff. Um, I thought that's funny. I, that, I like their relationship though. I, I think I that's going to continue. I think so. Too. Further, further as well. Yeah, um, then the Bruce comes and drops a big bomb on everybody that yeah. shows off his son scar. Yeah. So who's the mom? Uh, in the comics, it's like a. It's not Valkyrie. 
No, it's like a wild. Uh, <laughs> I, I forget who it's like. It's like it's like a Valkyrie type. It's like someone who's on Takar. Okay, and a plant oak. I forget what it, yeah, who it I, is. It's like some badass warrior on Takar. So is that confirmation we're getting World War Hulk? Yeah. Okay. Definitely, because that's cool. what people thought he's going this car. Yeah. And it's to get him, and like in the comics, it's like Hulk bangs this bitch. Mm-hmm. The whole planet like dies. Yeah. Then he gets pissed, and that's why he goes back to Earth. Well, from like the ground comes fucking his son who's still like, survived in like the mom's womb uh, and then he rebuilds the car becomes king of the car then uh, hulk goes back and he's like fuck you dad you're not you weren't there uh daddy okay. wasn't there take me to the fair <laughs> and then they start beefing all right all and right then, then they become cool and then they go and back and take earth okay yeah cool so it's like something along those lines okay i i hope they do the movie i'm excited for that yeah I'm um Big reveal. Then the after credit scene, Wong goes and gets me. Oh uh, yeah, so again. Abomination's back somewhere else. Yeah, in another show. Thunderbolts, maybe. That's a movie. Yeah, that's what I'm I think they're gonna hold true. It's a show. What? Because he said another. Is it another TV show? When, when did you say that? Yeah, Emil says that to Wong. Oh, I didn't like, that, are but... you in another show? And he's like, yeah, you know. Uh, they're booming. It's a booming business these days. And then Wong takes him. So I think Wong's definitely another TV show. Uh, are they making a Wong show? No, I, I don't think a Wong show. I think a cameo, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, Emil, he he could just be out. Go, that's something he might be on Thunderbolts. It's yeah. Not a TV show, but maybe. Um, I also love the joke where, uh, what was it, Kevin was saying, like, oh, yeah, and, like, um, and like an MCU movie, and She-Hulk was like, I'm gonna be in a movie, and she was like, "No, like, no, yeah." yeah he's yeah, like, yeah. "No, you're not." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. "That's hilarious." Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I think overall, it was a good close. Overall, I, I like the actress who played her a lot. I did too. I think yeah. that's the best part about it. I, I think at the end of the day, like I was saying with Werewolf by Night, I think this would be a perfectly. I think this show would have been better serviced as a TV movie, like an hour and a half. You cut out all the stupid crap, and then you just have like the main plot of the movie. And then introduce, Dare- like, you know, bring Daredevil in and all that stuff, too. You know, I, I think they would have been better service that way. Um, One thing I'd... Well, Essentially like- write out the, the Titania storyline. Yeah, and you can write out... I mean, the Intelligentsia stuff, like... never at the end of the day, they didn't really amount to anything. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't. A little joke. Mm. Oh, Todd, I got, I got your blood. And then she's like, isn't that a little played out? Yeah. In this year's blood? Yeah, we've done that before. Um. All right. All right. Uh, take it over the next shows. Uh, Rick and Morty, the new episode. Uh, I think it's six. Um, it's called Jurassic Mort. That's good. The premise is dinosaurs return to Earth. Nice. Um, they're aliens. Nice. Dinosaurs are aliens, so they were the original creators. That's all I'll say. It was a good episode, though. I liked it. Um, we're also taking a break from Rick and Morty. They're taking their like short hiatus, so they won't be back with new episodes until November sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like they're going to be going back to their true, normal fashion once they return. Like, what's that? Um, the portal gun's fixed. Oh, I didn't know it was broken. Yeah, it breaks. Yeah, it's okay. fixed now. Yeah. Okay. So they're going back to the normal stuff. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um. Then Rings of Power, the new episode. 
Not much really took place. I mean, they just try to farm myth mithril. Um, but we do get the shot of the Balrog. You know what the Balrog is? No. It's the thing that Gandalf fights that he says, you shall not pass. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we see that because that's where it originates from. Um, so we're going to get that soon. That's going to be sick. Yeah, that sounds sweet. Mm-hmm. Now, the last thing I have for TV, uh, Doom Patrol Season 4 trailer dropped. It's going to be releasing December. Looks like they're bringing the Buttface monsters back. And they did a hilarious rendition to Shabooby. Nice. Shabooby. Shabooby. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's all I have, though. Um, Anything else, TV? No. I have... Okay, well, two things. One, mm-hmm. the Yu-Gi-Oh guy died. Uh, yeah, yeah, that just happened today. That's not really TV, that's why... Yeah, I mean, like, well, yeah, so he, like... Because he's a card. He created the card, right? Not the manga. Show. The manga. Okay, yeah. yeah. He, he did the original comics that were adapted into the anime, mm-hmm. um, which derived to the cards. Um, yeah, so he was, I guess, wherever he's from, he was out by a shore, and there was a mother and daughter, or mother and son, drowning in the water, and... And a U.S. soldier. And a U.S. soldier. Um, the U.S. soldier was able to get out, obviously um and then they both dove in to save them and uh the creator Yu-Gi-Oh didn't come out like mm-hmm. he didn't survive so he did pass and the u.s soldier like said like he's a hero you know and all that stuff mm-hmm. it's really impressive because usually you think like people like that high up on the totem pole um they, they don't give a shit about the peasants in the world you know yeah and it's cool it's cool to see to save a little girl and her mom mm-hmm. real cool thing um so yeah r.i.p to him as well r.i.p um, and then I have something for music. Yeah. Well, we can go into jams. If you want to take music first for that. Yeah. Music. Mm-hmm. Blink-182 is back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tom DeLong, Travis Barker, Mark Hoppus, the original three. Yeah. are going on tour, a world tour called the We're Coming Tour. Um, the entire video is just like people saying, oh, they're coming. <laughs> or it's like, I want to come. It's like, it's like all come jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they are coming to Pittsburgh May 17th. You getting tickets? It's a Wednesday. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. I'm absolutely going. It's a Wednesday night. I told Chelsea I want to go. And she said, yeah, I'm fine with going. Even though it's a Wednesday, I'll go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also are releasing a song on Friday, which is today when you're listening, yeah. mm. um, called Edging. <laughs> and it was the original they're, they're going the whole nine yards with this bit <laughs> yeah i mean i'm just all for it mm-hmm. uh the original three i'm i think it's gonna be great yeah i i didn't hate the last album without tom DeLong with that matt guy the california album mm-hmm. yeah i didn't hate it there's oh, some there's bops a couple, there's a couple songs in the albums after but that's like the big album mm-hmm. i like that album a lot but i'm very happy to see tom back yeah yeah um yeah and then Another thing with Plan 2 related, Mark Hoppus was at uh, the Colorado Avalanche opening night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the Avalanche last year during their playoff run, their Stanley Cup run, they their like song was all the small things. Like they mm. they cut the music off and the play <laughs> yeah. happening and still singing. So Mark <laughs> Hoppus went to the game with Avalanche stuff on and he was interviewed about it. And it's like a good interview, like saying, like, oh, that's so rad. That, like we wrote that song in 99 and it's being here in 2020. It's awesome. And then the person for NHL Network who's interviewing him goes, she goes like, oh, yeah, so what's your favorite part about hockey? Is it like the speed, the hitting, whatever? Mm. And, it cuts, and he goes to him and he goes, I think my favorite part about hockey is whenever they play our song and then they 
they, they stop playing our song and the game starts and the crowd still sings our song. Yeah. So yeah. he said, that's my favorite part about hockey. <laughs> that's very funny. Um, they, they said, I'm just kidding. But like, honestly, I like this. this and like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Give us an honest answer, but it's funny. Yeah, I'm excited for that. It's probably going to be a future jam alert. So. Yeah, next week for sure. Mm-hmm. I I mean, yeah, I'm really in the blink way too, and, uh, so I'm very happy about this. Yeah. Um. All right. For James of the Week, uh, so there's a few songs that are you're probably going to hear a lot of, but I don't think they're that good. I didn't put them in the Talking Dirty James playlist. Uh, Loser by Charlie Puth and Little L- Lickle Miss by Nicki Minaj, Skang Spice, and Destra something. Um, I don't know. It's called the Fine Nine remix. It's, it's, mid. it's a very weird song. Um, but... The one I actually like from this week that I saw and I listened to, My Friends, Ty Dollar Sign, Mustard, and Lil Durk. I, I like ketchup better than mustard. You do? I like mustard. Is that DJ Mustard? Yeah, DJ Mustard, yeah. He, he just goes by Mustard now. Oh, that's slam. It's like when Mike stud, dropped the stud. Yeah, he's Mike now. No, he's just Mike. Mike with a period at the end. Yeah. That's so stupid. Mm. But yeah, that's your jam of the week. Go check that out on the Talking Dirty Jams playlist on Spotify. You can also get the uh, podcast there, as well as on Apple Podcasts. You, you, you. But with that, Ryan, take it away with closing statements. Uh, yeah, uh, another week in the books. Um, shout out to everybody who listens each week. Um, live update on the Penguin game. The Pens opening night, they won six to two. Nice. Let's go. Huge start to the LGP. season. Um, but yeah. Uh, what else to say? Catch Brothers paying 412 784 It's again 7- 412-784-1577. Um, two chains. Line of the week. Oh, wait. Also, tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell everyone who likes sports to check us out. Now we have our audio fix. We're, pr- we're proud of what we did. Talking so. dirty. Now with sound. Yeah, so definitely go spread the word on that. Um, but all right. Two chains. Line of the week. Here, this shit is colossal. Like that, the ass of my bitch. Slap that ass so hard, <laughs> I might fracture my wrist. I like that's that's a winner. That's a that's a bop right there. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, see you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. As she swept back her hair, I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of line, but I know that it gets better. Come on, show me a sign as we're dancing here in the perfect silent weather. Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. Only then will you know what I mean. Baby, you're messing up my phrasing. It's questions that you're Things are contradicting
Ciao.